Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Salisbury. 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 Houston. Okay, let's do this. Sean Salisbury. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Monday morning. Here on the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Manuel Elmore. Rockets back in action tonight. They host the Los Angeles Lakers. 7 o'clock tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790. Your home for Rockets basketball. The Chiefs headed back to the Super Bowl. The 49ers with a come-from-behind win over the Lions. Sean, Triple E, good morning. The Super Bowl is set. That's where we start the show. Man, what... A couple of games it was. Yeah. Lived up to some expectations. I mean, maybe not the expectations of what you wanted. Unless, of course, you want a huge 14 parlay. Anyway, um, but I digress. But who's counting? I do, yeah, I mean, who's counting? Yeah. I am. I, I'm actually counting. It, yeah, it, I would it, be it too a, if I were you. It was a, well, I'm sitting there down the stretch thinking, all right, Detroit. You know I picked the 49ers to win, but Detroit, go get me a cover here. Yeah. Get inside that seven. What did, uh, And they did. What did uh, what did you and Rhino used to say? It reeks, reeks of backdoor, backdoor cover, cover. And, it, yeah. and it hit, didn't it? Sure did. Josh Reynolds on that, uh, sure did that uh, late set or what was it like a minute left? Yeah, sure did. Back of the end zone, bam, backdoor cover. Gotta love it. Yeah. Oh, oh, you bet I do. <laughs> so, but I digress. Uh, but it was counting, really. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but if you don't want to, you've made a lot of money anyway. Uh, okay. But it was hey, no, I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about the uh, hey, when you're four and zero. Championship weekend on a parlay. I mean, it's not bad. Sometimes you just got to, well, take the W, not yeah. the L. Take the W. But in yeah. truth now, and that is true, as you know. I mean, look at the way we were said you're throwing tins around the room. The right. one when you walked in, just like making it rain. You know, I walk in, I get slapped with a C-note. Oh, yeah. I mean, why <laughs> I don't would know what's you? going on. Why would you? I mean, <laughs> you're, you just walked in just like a stripper. Right, exactly. You walked in like a yeah, stripper. Yeah, it's like, damn, again? Yeah. These games yesterday... Well, first of all, it bore itself out um, in ways. The Kansas City Chiefs defense, which we've been saying all year, I told, I, I would probably say since about week eight. Now, I got to say this. I did not believe that the 49ers were a Super Bowl team this year. And I said it out loud. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about I just, during the year, their offense was so inconsistent and unspectacular, notwithstanding 15, okay? I, I get how good he is in Kelsey, but the Kelsey went through a stretch. He's playing the best football of his season these last three weeks. Yeah. Because during, there was a stretch during the season when it almost felt like he checked out for a minute. And I know they're going to talk about the Taylor Swift stuff. And maybe, maybe you get so immersed in when you land in the, 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 that big fish, you're like, okay, now let me get back. I'm a Hall of Fame receiver. Let me go be a Hall of Fame boyfriend and get the Hall of Fame girlfriend back, yeah. and then I'll get back into my football. And, you know, a little hyperbolic, but the truth of the matter is he, and I don't get how you just don't maul him at the line of scrimmage. with either. And, and, well, they I tried to. I, I, we can go through many a times where they're giving him free run off the line of scrimmage. 
and you get him in space, he's going to kill you. It just it's happened. So, but I didn't believe this offense was talented enough on a consistent basis this year, right? For the Chiefs, yes, yeah. And you know, from Valdez Scantling, who's a good player in ups and downs, and then you get you know Rice, who's going to be a really good player. But they lost a lot. Hardman, who's who's a, really a three or a four receiver, yeah. right? What's the other one's name that had the. Kadarius Tony dropping Tony, passes all well, year long. I, I, listen, he hasn't he obviously he, hasn't played. Other but. than like the return game or something, he hasn't really. Andy Reid gives guys rejuvenation. Uh, there's rejuvenation projects of getting their game back and right life back, but the game on the field. And Tony wasn't very good in New York, and he's quite frankly hadn't been very good in Kansas City. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, he's got great speed to get the ball in his hands. One thing, but you got to get the ball in his hands, right? And I just I, I thought that. The one thing, aside from Mahomes, that would keep them in it all year long was their defense, and their defense has kept them in it, and they were a huge part of the game. But as I said in a tweet last night, yesterday, Mahomes is just better than everybody else at this time. Mm-hmm. It was 30 or 39, it was pedestrian for him. But once again, how many times we got to say, make the simple play, make the ordinary play all the time. 30 or 39, he threw for what, 240-some yards? And a lot of ordinary plays, guess what? Four yards, first down. Eight yards, first down. 12 straight completions for 11, whatever it was, 11 to 12. And it was just, if it's third and three, give me four. And that's how he thinks. And that's how the great ones you ever watch have always thought. When Manning and Brady are winning Super Bowls, they take advantage when you got a shot, you hit Valdez Scantling over the top like Mahomes did. Otherwise, it's okay to hit Gronk for eight. Hit uh, Randy Moss on a slant. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing at Manning, Marvin Harrison on a slant. Uh, a swing screen pass to Edger and James. Same thing here. We know he can do the spectacular. You know what I'm so impressed about Mahomes is more than ever now as, he, as he's 28, it feels like he's been in the league 13, 15 years, and he's, well, what, six straight AL, um, I say ALCS, yeah, right. yeah. same thing. The parallel's there. Yeah, right. Talk about it all the time. It is Mahomes is now the next, there's, you wonder, what's the level of his career? Spectacular, can do all this stuff. Okay, let's say he's in a game where he's facing a defense that takes away all that. Then what? Well, he used his feet some impressive times yesterday, but you know what he's advanced in his career? My favorite thing is not that he still makes the big play. Of course he does. Yesterday was a perfect example. Defense is kicking Baltimore's ass. Four sack Lamar four times. They gave up the one big scramble when Lamar hit the big play early in the game. Other than that, they did. I mean, their defense has been lights out all year long, forcing fumbles at goal. You know, all those things at the goal, and never quitting on a play. And that's they've sustained it all year long, and it's allowed Kansas City to go through their sputters on offense and still get to this point. None of us would have ever thought it, and they went on the road to the two two of the harshest environments to play in and won both games. But the great advancement of Mahomes' career, just so folks understand, is not that he's well. And experience, and he's got ice in his veins. All those things are obvious. He he relishes. He loves those situations. Mm-hmm. It's he doesn't miss the ordinary play, man. He, he goes thirty or thirty nine and looks surgical without having it to be this spectacular play. Throwing around the back, switching to his left hand, underhand shovel pass. Right, he's got all that in his game. But you know what else? Now we know he's got his game. He's willing to outpatient you, which is the next level of a veteran quarterback. Which now we're looking at it, dude. I, I don't like to get out in front of it, but six, seven years in a league, seven years or so in a league, you, you got to understand, we're, we're talking rarefied air with talent. He may already be a Mount Rushmore quarterback of all time. Yeah. I mean, I, as much as I like Drew Brees, I ain't taking Brees ahead of him. I mean, we can go down the list. I mean, now we're in the well, we're, Montana, Elway, Brady, that, that, that group. That's who it's going to be. Right, Manning, right? That's From here on out. Well, if this continues... You're gonna. The, I never thought I'd say this, 
we're going to have a Jordan-LeBron argument. We are. It's coming. We are. It, it is absolutely coming. Because now he's doing what Brady did, too. Prove I can win without my, some of my best players. Win different ways. Not just the same way all the time. And Andy Reid adjusted that. So it was an impressive win. Defense was off the charts. But I, I just find it interesting. Mahomes goes 30 to 39. I, up and down Twitter, I'm thinking, I see people talking about, well, oh, how tough is it to hit the check down? How tough is it to hit open, an open Travis Kelsey? Well, if that was the case, I, I didn't see Baltimore do much of it. I didn't see Detroit in the second half do much of it. Matter of fact, they scored one touchdown. It was a, a backdoor cover. They got their ass handed to them. I didn't see him making the simple play. Oh, eight-yard first down. What a shock. And now the narrative is, oh, that was, Mahomes had, you know, wasn't, he was 30 or 39. And then, so they're going to make that excuse. And what do you think they're going to say about Brock Purdy? Somehow, some way. The national narrative is going to shift it some way today yep. that it wasn't about Purdy. Did you see McCaffrey? Oh, what a play by Debo Samuel. All, all those things. Yet the guy who steps out, does a, a, a full 360 twirl, and makes a throw going to his left, if that was Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, people would be putting him in the Hall of Fame and worshiping it. Oh, but he makes all the – it's just he throws the ordinary play. Well, I saw a couple throws that were – Monster throws to his left when it's third. Remember on the early in the game, third down drops back, puts his foot in the ground, hits an out cut after throwing an incompletion. Yeah, to Ayuk. So you're going to hear the yeah. narrative like that because they people that don't watch it correctly, and everybody's entitled to opinion, but don't understand that part of it. Realize that the two teams in the Super Bowl, who was the most efficient? Both their defense stepped up when the time was right. Even though 30, 65 points in a game doesn't feel like the time's right for defense, but they both these quarterbacks. Just did what's right. Didn't throw a red zone interception. Didn't lay the well, ball on the ground. Didn't, you know, all these things. Didn't you, have a coach. I hate to say it. Yeah. I love Dan Campbell. And I understand it's what you do all year. But what you do all year may not be what you need to do yesterday. When you're inside of 50 yards and you're down three and it's, what, third and four or whatever mm-hmm. it was, third and three? Yeah. It was fourth like, and three? Yeah, fourth and three. Yeah. You, you, you have to kick it. Yeah. I, I like balls and guts and all that. Hell, at the end of the game, I know he got the touchdown to go. Oh, they're they're going back and forth ways. I, I would have kicked the field goal there on fourth down and then gone for the onside kick, give myself a chance to take a shot at the end zone. I would have kicked it there. Fortunately, on fourth on fourth down from the three and a half or whatever yard line, I'm thinking four yard line. No, 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 no. Dan, take these points. Yeah, and then give yourself a chance on a because you would have scored quicker. More time onside. Once you got the fourth down, and then hopefully recover. Because either way, you had to have two possessions. Because had he not got that completion, the onside kick wouldn't have mattered. Right. And all, none of that would have mattered. still two scores. But none of that would have mattered if he takes points earlier in the game. Yes. Uh, he was inside of 48 yards. Yeah. 48, 47, half, 48, where it would have been ball on the 38. For, I mean, the ball was on the 37. It would have been a 48, 50-yard field goal, which nowadays, for these guys, that's it's 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 that's a that it's nothing. Distance doesn't matter, right? But even then, you got to trust your kicker to kick it through. You, you just do. That's easier here. But I was saying, no, 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 no. Well, it's going. I love guts. Fourth and a quarter of a yard. D- down eight. Down ten. He he he, he was down three. Three points. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so Dan got too cute. I thought Todd Munkin got too cute, and it proved that there's still a level that Lamar has to get to to be better, right? There just is. Well, and I mean, you know, we saw it yesterday. The defense for Baltimore kept them in it for the most part. They only put up 17 points, meaning the Chiefs. But you want to know what bad quarterback play with a good defense? They lose. Yeah, he was La- average yesterday. Lamar Jackson did not play well. No. How many, you know how many three and outs they had or, or could not convert on third down? I know at least a four. Four third down, 
third down and five, third down and eight, third down and nine. I think it was like a third down and, and six or something like that. And he couldn't. Dude, there was a. a, a, a you, here, mean, you mean the ordinary play? Here, listen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gus Edwards coming out, or, or Justice Hill, or whoever it was coming out of the backfield for an easy throw and catch. He would have walked to the pylon for the first down. Lamar overthrew him. Well, he missed a handful of I'm throws down the field like out of bounds. I'm talking like air him. Yeah. That's yeah. the ordinary play that everybody wants to crucify Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes for yesterday. For Lamar making? couldn't do it. You mean for making? Yeah. And, and you know, I think Lamar's fantastic. He is. Phenomenal. But, but yesterday he if was you're going to question Prescott and you're going to question Josh Allen in these moments that they haven't got there, he can't give him a hall pass. As good as he's been yesterday, yeah. he played an average game. You can't play average against Mahomes and a defense played lights out and win. And I just, and I didn't, the defensive approach, I didn't understand McDonald's defensive approach to Kelsey, I just didn't. I, I didn't, and he's a hell of a coach. There, there, there wasn't one. Pressure, I mean, the pressure does some amazing things to people, man. Yeah, and it also does some amazing things to people like Patrick Mahomes. Now that's two weeks in a row that Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers have come from behind, having get, getting their ass kicked. Yeah. So I'd ask you, still not enough. <laughs> he's been to two NFC Championship games. Well, it's just because he's got good players. Okay. That's, that's so it. does Lamar. Well, so, so, and so does Kelsey. So do the Ravens. And, and, and so, Kelsey's good. Chris Jones is a good player. He got good players, too. I mean, they all got good players. The difference is, I'm telling you, it's the narrative. He just doesn't fit the bill of a big physical quarterback. Yet, he made every play with his feet that the other guys made. Lamar makes spectacular play. Throw, tip ball, catch itself, and go. Scramble around and make the touchdown throw. Brock Purdy, step out of it, make a throw, get a first down. Patrick Mahomes, use his feet, boom, die for a first down, get the first down. I mean, the, the yeah. great Jared Goff. Make, make, man, make J- I feel for Jared Goff, I man. do, too. He played his ass off. Right, and he didn't and he, you know, didn't throw the pick. I no. mean, it's just, it, and you got you can't, too many drops and too yeah. many, too many, there's too many self-inflicted errors on both. And you, as much as I like Zay Jones, you got to protect the ball. Zay Flowers. I mean, Flowers. Yeah. There's Zay Jones in Jacksonville, right? Right, right. Um, you got to, down at the goal line, and that effort to tip it out, just phenomenal, and it was the right call. So up and down, but it's a. It, it was so. When I watch and you tune in, this is one of the best football weeks because you get the four best, and you know you're mm-hmm. watching them, and you get to uh, one game at a time. When you're watching it, you're not watching eight games. I, I was, I still am amazed at the talent of some of and the way the, the way people run around and hit. And these players don't ever take load management. They're getting ass kicked on a regular basis, yeah. fighting and scratching. So it was impressive, and I am just so. To watch Mahomes and Purdy and Lamar Jackson and Goff, but it's the, the whole, the most impressive thing of the four teams yesterday was real simple. Is baffling was there's a lot of baffling. Kelsey's still looking like he was playing seven on seven. And the Kansas City defense stopping the MVP, preventing him in red zone and getting an interception and making tackles down by the, an interception in the red zone and a lay down the ball on the ground. Well, if the Chiefs wouldn't have done that, Baltimore wins. Yeah. What do they say about my aunt? If she had balls, she'd be your uncle. Thank you and good night. Yeah, thank you and good night. Let's get to the break. We're going to continue to talk about the AFC and NFC Championship games all show long. Also, Gerard Johnson for the Texans getting more and more interviews for offensive coordinator positions throughout the NFL. But next, let's talk about those fourth down decisions for Dan Campbell and the Lions. That's next on Sports Talk 790. But, fellas, let me talk to you out there. You feeling sluggish, a little brain fog, feel like you've hit a wall or a plateau in the gym and you just can't through it? Well, it's time to fine-tune your body with Men's Tea Clinic. And personally, I felt like I was sleepwalking through my days. My lists at the gym were so stagnant, I couldn't, I couldn't get through them. Fellas, I was feeling terrible. Had a little depression, 
a little brain fog, all of that went away thanks to Men's Tea Clinic. I had low testosterone. I went and got my levels checked, and I got myself on a total wellness optimization plan thanks to Men's Tea Clinic. It's an easy procedure. You go in, you get some blood drawn, you get your uh, results within minutes, and then you talk to that clinic director, and then boom. You're on your, you get yourself on a total wellness optimization plan. It is simple and it's worth it. Trust me. They have a lineup of total wellness optimizations offering, including individualized, measured, and highly effective hormone and testosterone optimization, weight optimization, hair vitality, sexual wellness, booster injections, IV drips for those long weekends of workout recovery and so much more. Five locations right here in the city, the Heights, Pearland, Pasadena, Cypress, and Spring. 1 800. 246 low T 1-800-246-LOW-T. Menstclinic.com. Fellas, stop waiting around. Go get those levels checked. Men's Tea Clinic. Tell them that Brian Lima sent you. You gonna hate me now. Proudly broadcasting from the most hated city in baseball. Houston rides with the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. Rockets hosting the Lakers tonight at Toyota Center, 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad. Right here on 7, on your home for Rockets basketball. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean Bryan and Triple E. Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers come back from 17 down to beat the Lions. That Super Bowl is set. Gerard Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Texans, continuing with interviews. The Tampa Bay Bucks, the latest to request an interview for their open offensive coordinator position. Dan Campbell and the Lions fell yesterday to the 49ers. There are some questionable calls from Dan Campbell on a couple of fourth down uh, situations where he could have kicked the points. But, I mean, I guess when you look at it, look, that's what they've been doing all season long. He didn't back off of it. I mean, he did a little bit. Late in that second quarter, right before the half, he decided to kick the field goal, take the points. But later on in the game, a couple of fourth downs, could have taken the points, and they end up losing by three, which... uh, Look, man, there's no question that he's done really, really good things for that organization. They believe in him. But yet, honestly, man, take the points. Well, it's Take it's, the points. Yeah, it's really pretty simple. Dan Campbell's been phenomenal as, a, as Detroit's coach. Absolutely phenomenal as Detroit's coach. He's done an incredible job. And players believe in him because he shows you the trust in them as well, right? So with that, but just because, listen... Getting there is one thing, and doing all the things. Playoffs are different. You also got to just take into account the situation of the game. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't blame them for for going in with the thought process. This is how we always do it. And I would I would understand if it was like a half a yard or a, or a foot. And if you can't get that, you probably don't deserve to win anyway. And with with that offensive line, but I, I just to me, the, the game was it was it was a three point game. Mm-hmm. You either are telling your kicker don't trust you, or you are you got such a belief in your team, and I'm all for that. But you have to part of a coach's job 
I'll ask you this: Did he put his team in the best situation, in the best position to win with those calls? No, he did right. not. Right, he's done a lot of it this year, and in other games, it may have very well been who they are. Okay, but just because you, let, let, you know, let, let's just use it as if you're a team that every day does a, every week does a reverse pass or a, you know, one of those type of plays. Just because you've had success with it six other times during the year, you may not have success with Kansas City. And you're dealing with a team that, not not Kansas City, but uh, San Francisco. You're dealing with both the Chiefs and the, if you get to the Super Bowl, and the 49ers. This is, the 49ers now, aren't they three straight NFC Championship games as well? I think this is their third. They're in Philadelphia last year, and Brock Purdy, yep. as we were getting to him, and I didn't mean to digress last, but gets there and couldn't play. I mean, he gets hurt early, right? Yeah. Gets there, gets him back this year. And the year before, I think they were there with Jimmy G, were they not? Oh, yeah. They got beaten against the uh, Rams, right? Yeah. Was it the Rams? Yeah, because the Rams won the right. uh, Super Bowl that there, year. There you go. So it, it, they're pretty good. So you can't, certain times, you just got to say, okay, in this situation, even though it's what we've done, you have a lead and you want to go for it and make them go the distance, you trust your defense. I get it. To me, it just, and then you give them the ball where you give it to them at, right? When you're not doing it. I, I, it's easier said than done because on the sidelines and us watching on TV, big difference. But those are, that's what got Brandon Staley fired. That's what got Brandon Staley fired. And those in-game decisions mm-hmm. and underachieving. Dan has nothing to be ashamed. That's his team, and he believes in it. And they, I think they'll be back. I really like what they're doing. But the 49ers showed incredible resilience back-to-back weeks. So you can see that a lead does not bother them. And yesterday's, I mean, you woke up out of the second half. And bingo, bango, bongo, the 49ers have tied it. Yeah. Just yeah. like that. I sent our notes in yesterday, and then literally, like, I felt like 20 minutes later, I was like, wait a minute, uh, they tied it. Yeah, it was. The 49ers have now tied it. Impressive. I'm not sure. During the regular season, the 49ers can make the argument they were consistently the best NFC team. I, I, I don't think uh, there was a few, you know, stumbles during the year. And where they went back, well, is it Dallas? Is it Philly? Is it them? But overall, they were the best team in the NFC, hence the number one seed. And and here they are. And I don't think Kansas City was the best team. Matter of fact, I can name four or five teams in the AFC that were right. I'm not just talking about record, but with the eye test. And once the playoffs kicked in, they have played home and two on the road. And the eye test and the performance, this is who the Chiefs have been. And that's why they're here. Yet, this is the best defense, in my opinion, mm-hmm. Mahomes has had since he's been a quarterback there. And it's, quite frankly, the most... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. When you just look at going into eh, offense, it's not been like, oh my gosh, right? Yet, in the playoffs, it's been pretty oh my gosh on consistency, on making the plays, and Kelsey getting open, so... 
Um, every now and then you got to make up, you got to do something that you're not used to. And the defense this year has been their bell cow, and they're in the Super Bowl because of it. Now it's on, and I can't wait for this two week preparation. And the 49ers, remember, had a big lead in that Super Bowl. I think, what, 10? Yeah. And ended up giving up three of 11, throwing the ball in the fourth quarter. That you can't do. They will both need their best game. And something tells me offenses are going to rule supreme in this one. Why? Because, well, it just, I, the 49ers defense might be overrated there, buddy. Might well, be a bit overrated. That, yeah, that, that front for them outside of Bosa, I, I don't know what Chase Young is doing, but uh, he is underperforming to say the least. Right, now I can see why the, the commanders wanted to trade him. And, and, you, and why we took the over. You know you can throw it on Detroit, and there, people are moving the ball on San Francisco. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this thing turns out in two weeks. What's the, uh, what's the early line? I think it's like two points, isn't it? Let's see. 49ers should be favored. Yeah, I think they're favored by two. That I'm makes sense. End up oh, being I don't a want to look at the Pro Bowl. End up, end up being a full-blown, you know, you're basically a pick in between the two. And uh, it's uh, San Francisco favored by one right now. There you go. So take your team and go. Yeah, uh, by one. Over-under set at 47.5. That's early. And a lot of that has to do with names in the game and the way the Chiefs have played. Yeah. The way the Chiefs have played. Man, and I can't wait to hear Tony Romo. He wasn't as bad yesterday. Got to give it to him. A little bit better. You know what this past, I don't know if it, yeah. he was better, but Greg Olson's different. Dude, Greg Olson. And you know There's what? There's a huge gap between the two now. And, and uh, that's his last game because Tom Brady's coming in. Tom Brady better be. You know, it's funny. We talk, I'm never going to question Tom Brady about what he did on this field, but his ass better be prepared because Greg Olson is phenomenal. And, and opinionated the right way without, you know, hot taking him. And yeah. I don't think that'll be Brady. Guys like that, like Manning Brady. You know the Warren Moons of the world. Any mm-hmm. of those guys go on broadcast. Michael Strand, they want they want their broadcast career to to mirror line up image, with you yeah, bet with how good with, they've been in their other career. Yeah, line up their, with how good they were career. on the field. Um, yeah. Real quick about this is it. Remember last week when I said if you're CBS, yeah, and he leaves, although they're you know he's eighteen eighteen and a half million a year is Rumble, and he's in the in the mirror. It was a ten year deal, so he's got a long way to go on it. You'd be losing some money, but if Greg Olson, if if you want a number one, he, you should hire him. Yeah. But Romo was better. He sounded more just crisp. And did you know the dork stuff was gone? It was gone. He, he dude, did, he didn't have any of the. You want to know why? It, it, and did none of that. Read, I read two articles by big time uh, media critics. Yeah. Dude, last week before this game, they crushed him, obliterated him, really. Like, what is he saying? 70,000, that's what I get at home, but nobody, it's like trying to be a comedian. It's like, people, I'm talking about to the point where they were talking about him like he's some hack, got to get him out of the, that it's bringing the game down. Yeah. I guarantee he read it and has heard it. And I almost feel like he and Nance sat down and said, dude, let's cut out all the inside joke banter because yeah. we're buddies and go play and approach this like, because we're, and he was better. Uh, he was definitely better, but I can guarantee, dude, they, I'm telling you, scathing not not a not personal just the, the guy the, the guy's a mere shell of his former self when it comes to Brock right. he got better but when you watch Olsen he's a better teacher now yeah but Tony was better yesterday we got championship caliber broadcasting yesterday yeah as well. we did we really I liked did. it yeah that's for sure let's hear from Dan Campbell and his explanation on those fourth down calls that's next on Sports Talk 790 wear a mask oh, wear gloves Wear leather and chains. What? Reminds me of that time I accidentally walked into an S&M convention. Hey, nice to see you. My back still hurts. Ow! Whip it good. 
Oh, and speaking of back pain, back to former QB Sean Salisbury on Sports Talk 790. Get medieval on him, Sean. B.I.G. Oh, God. Whoa. Okay, ain't nobody f***ing with my click. Welcome back to the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Bryan and Triple E. Rockets, Lakers tonight at Toyota Center. 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790. Your home for Rockets basketball. The Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. That Super Bowl is set. Gerard Johnson, quarterback coach for the Texans, getting an interview request from the Tampa Bay Bucks to add to his list for uh, interviews for offensive coordinator positions. Let's hear from Dan Campbell. He was asked about the fourth down calls yesterday after that loss, and this is what the head coach of the Lions had to say. I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back. It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But... I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because you know they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to to work out. But I just, I don't, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. You know, we just just didn't work out. I think one of the misconceptions about Dan Campbell is he is one of the most analytical coaches there is in the NFL. Everybody thinks because he's just this big uh, meathead, if you will. And then he just goes on guts and, and hard nose and, you know, that type of thing. This dude focuses on analytics, and it's not really talked about. So maybe in those situations, analytical analytics said go for it. But, dude, you're about to try to get to the you're, – you're on the verge of getting to the Super Bowl. Take the damn points. Yeah, and that's just – listen, I admire – how do you come out and made an excuse? It would have bugged me. Yeah. But as a typical guy who probably sees – is, is as critical of himself in the mirror as anybody's going to be of him. That's okay. And Stan, Dan's got big shoulders. He can handle this. Mm-hmm. You don't think <laughs> he's handled it before. I'm not, and we can all second guess, but I was. I think a lot of us were second guessing before. I mean, I'm on a, like I said, that thread with that that uh, that uh, think tank coaching thing went through. There's uh, the thread of uh, we're all in a group text, and you can imagine how many of them like, take the points, take the points, take the points before the ball was even snapped, right? right? I mean, they're tweeting it quick or, or texting it quick, and I get it. Um, Dan Campbell's had a hell of a run, and it'll continue in Detroit. They're building some. He just, listen, he went with what he thought was best for his team. He knows his team better than we do, and the other team had something to say about it, and it didn't work. And he felt good about it, and he's right. They bleed the clock, and that's who they are, and he was concerned about them running it out, and he wanted to get the upper hand. I get it. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that time, and it works out a lot for them. And you're right, the analytics and certain numbers say, hey, on fourth and this and certain parts of the field, go for it instead of kick it. I, I, I 100% get it. Feel and analytics together usually make for good stuff if you got mm-hmm. good players. Sometimes you miss. And sometimes you just miss. And he missed that call and probably a little too. It's like a great quarterback who believes so much in his arm that there's a small window there that he's got it in there plenty of times before, and he takes this shot, and he misses just a little, and this is the one where the guy in front of the guy, he shouldn't take a shot, sitting there for an 8-yard gain, 10-yard gain, just take that. We'll come back to the whole shot. It's the same thing there. Oh, the quarterback's been making that throw all year. Well, unfortunately, in this game, 
maybe you can't make that throw. Take that, take take those points. Take that first down and move on. And uh, it's the coach and the quarterback. They're they're going to take a lot of heat. But I don't see how you can crush golf for this. I, I, I don't and think you can. People will be opinionated on Dan, but as a grown man does, he stood up and said, "You know what? I, I can handle the scrutiny. He knows it's coming, and that's okay." So respect to him and Detroit. Much respect to Baltimore and their fan base. At some point, Ravens fans, you've such, got such a great organization. It, it'll happen. But now the questions all offseason are going to linger again. And it, mm-hmm. when those fester, you got to get back to it. Kyle Shanahan's hurt him. He's been at two Super Bowls, one as a coordinator, one as a, as a head coach, and has squandered opportunity. had a lead in both, healthy lead in both, and it didn't happen. So I'm anxious to see how they deal with it. But resilience, man, both these teams this year. Yeah. And – Playing the right time, playing the right way in the postseason gets you here, and they're, 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 they didn't get here by chance. Yeah, uh, Dan Campbell gave one, probably one of the most real answers I think I've heard in a really, really long time uh, and that, in what he told his team. This is what uh, he said about this could be their only shot uh, at being back in the NFC title game. It's a lesson learned, and look, I told those guys, this may have been our only shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I'm well aware, and it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. I don't know, man. It's pretty real to, to tell your team, hey, this might be our only shot. Don't we talk about in every sport how hard it is to win? Yeah. And if you want to know how hard it is to get here, about the last 15 championship games, I mean, Mahomes and, or whatever, I'm, I'm a little hyperbole, Mahomes and, and Brady, been in all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I read that on that sheet that uh, two the, of them. The, the random facts they're, about they're, these championship games. It's been those two. So guess what? Yeah, you're damn right it's hard to get there. And so with that in mind, it's Dan's right. I'll tell you what. If you ever need a speech, have him go around. Give Like I say it all the time, let Dan Marino go on tour for you. He told me when I asked him, what was it like? We're talking about his career. He goes, Sean, at, at night after we went in 84, I just knew. We're going back a bunch of times to the Super Bowl when they got beat by San Francisco. The San Francisco, right? I, yeah. Guess what? Never saw it again. For that great career, never saw it again. And that was in year two of a, what, 18-year career, whatever Danny played? Same thing. And he's right. He, it's, it, it doesn't mean that he doesn't think they can get back. It's just that when you're sitting there facing it and you're looking your team in the eye in a pregame speech or postgame speech or during the practice week, there's four to get the grind to get there and to, get to to go through the ups and downs and the injuries and the good teams is a it's brutal and then you carry the burden of thirty plus years you haven't been in this situation I and that franchise only been here twice unfortunately lost them both yeah but it is hard man yeah <laughs> listen if if it was as easy as we all thought or those two quarterbacks Mahomes and Brady are just so much better than the rest of the world which quite frankly is probably true. But they're not, they, they like, there's something, I'm not sure they're mortal. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game 
game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Or I'm not sure they're uh, mere mortals. Uh, they feel like they're a bit immortal on a football field. But Dan's right. And you know what? Detroit may never get back again. Yeah. And yet they may be back three years in a row. So you got to prepare for it, but you also got to prepare like you're going to be back. And Dan will get him back to work. But this one's going to fester for a minute. Yeah, that one's going to. And it's okay. That one's going to hurt, man. Can't get over that one this fast. I know it's easy to do for us to say, but I'm telling you, it'll be around until they tee it up and get back at it next year. It's just the way it works. Let's talk about the Ravens and Chiefs matchup. Lamar Jackson did not play well. He spoke about the turnovers that he had. We'll hear from the quarterback and discuss it next. And we'll take your call. 713-212-5790, the number to join us. We continue to talk about the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship games that were played yesterday right here on the Sean Salisbury Show. For hey, it's Jeff Blum. You've got more Sean Salisbury to pick up where he left off on Sports Talk 790, home of your Strohs. You're listening to the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Manuel Elmore. Rockets and Lakers tonight at Toyota Center. 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790. You're home for Rockets basketball. Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers beat the Lions. Super Bowl in two weeks. Draw Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Texans, getting another interview, this time by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Scout to the phone line, 713 713- Two one two five seven ninety. The number to join. Let's get to Tom. Tom, good morning. Good morning, guys. Great analysis of the games. Super, super weekend of football. Hey, guys. I, I remember on Friday I talked about Jared Goff. I was, I was rooting for him. I, I couldn't have been happier for his first pass. The guy came out swinging, and I was, I was happy to see it. But that second half performance by Purdy, not bad for a guy taking the last play of in the draft, last quarterback taken in the draft. Congratulations, young man. You're in the Super Bowl. Got to give him credit. As far as uh, the D-line for San Francisco, man, if that D-line shows up, it showed up in the first half for uh, this game, it's going to be over. Patrick Mahomes sees every chink in your armor, man. And if they're not punching Kelsey in the face from the start of that game, from the first snap, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to survive that. We just saw this for a decade, almost a decade and a half with the Patriots. I think that the uh, Chiefs are there, if not better. Patrick Mahomes is an assassin. He's got a, he's like a sniper, man. He sees every chink in your armor. So if that defensive line doesn't shore up what they got to shore up, it'll be over in the first half. As far as Jim Nance and, and Tony Romo, hey, man, they entertained me. I liked it. I thought they were better than normal. And I was looking at it because I know you guys are looking at it. And I appreciate that because it makes me a better fan, better viewer. 
And that's why I listen to you guys, man. You, you make me better as, as a fan. I don't know, man. I'm taking the Chiefs. I don't know how you could bet against them. I'll hang up now and listen to you guys. Thanks. Thanks. Tom, Thanks, great Tom. stuff. Always love your passion uh, when you come on here. We got such great, all of them. We're, we're fortunate on this show. And, he, and he's right. If the 49ers defense allows free run by Kelsey, then you, you deserve to lose. If the 49ers play defense like they did in that first half, Tom's right. They, Mahomes, and I have a lot of respect for Goff, Mahomes will surgically take you out and remove you. You know how when you have a silencer on a gun, it's boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, just knocking people one after the other? That's, he will do that. I, I can tell you this. Here's one thing I do know. Mahomes will not play poorly in a game this big. He will not play bad. Do you understand? Yeah. He's going to play 30 of 39 yesterday. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even his best game. No. But he made every ordinary play. So if you're San Francisco, you better do what Kansas City did. You better force turnovers and get after the best player in the league this year in, Bra- in uh, Lamar Jackson. And your defense better elevate and be the 49er defense. There's way too many stars on that team for them to be floundering around like that. They were non-existent. And Pacheco, if you don't step up in the hole and greet him, you, you, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, you're going to be playing on your heels or sitting on your ass with your head hitting the ground first. That dude brings a load. And you know what the rest of the offense, but I'm telling you, Kansas City's defense, man, impressive all year long, and we knew it. And San Francisco underachieved on defense. Normally, you give up that many points in a playoff game with 31, mm-hmm. you ain't winning. You give up, if it's 31 to Detroit, and that's an explosive offense, but Mahomes in a Super Bowl big game, you might as well put 50 on there if that's the case. They're not going to give up 50. I wouldn't think two weeks to get ready. The design plan better be simply this. Mahomes is probably going to get his, but make him get his to Rice and Scantling, somebody else, not the dude who plays tight end. I don't have to cover him, but you've got players who can. Or at least, and you know what? They put a stud on him a lot of times in this Detroit, in, in, in the Baltimore game. We talked about big physical safety, uh-huh. who can run, and even then, he had a hard time. Space, I mean, Kelsey's just that good, and he made catches, and Mahomes throws it where only his guy can get it. So, Tom's right, and then Brock Purdy earned it. They run it. Listen, what's crazy? Is there anybody in this league, honestly, at their position that's far so much better than everybody else at their position? I, I know we say the quarterback, but Burrow's good. Lamar won the MVP. Purdy's good. We got guys, Josh Allen. Mahomes is the very be- He's better than everybody else, but the gap's close because these guys are getting better, too, even mm-hmm. though Mahomes keeps grinding. And he's only 28. He's got 10 more years to play if he wants to. Is there anybody at their position that's, I mean, who's the best receiver? You got Chase, you got Jefferson, you got a lot of them. Best tight end. Kittle's pretty damn good. Kelsey, best receiving, but all. You see Kittle Barry. I'm talking about Barry Hutchinson in one of those blocks there laughing about it. Kittle wears your ass out at the line of scrimmage. Who's the second best running back in the league? Because I know damn well who the first is, and it's not close, dude. Find me somebody better than Christian McCaffrey at his. I'm telling you the distance. I know Derrick Henry's good. Josh, J- uh, I mean, uh, Jacobs. Jacobs, yeah. Good, hell of a player. We go around, I can find you some. Cook had a great year in Buffalo. You go around and find you really good players at the position. There's a lot of them. Pacheco, Pacheco's on the right. When Nick Chubb's in there, he may be the second best. We know Jonathan Taylor's had his run. We go around the league, buddy. And I'm going to tell yeah. you one thing. Guess what? It's not. They, 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 when you talk about, hey, who's the best running back in the league? 
Oh, well, let's put that aside. It's McCaffrey, because even if he doesn't run for 100, guess what he'll do? He may catch seven balls from 98 yards. His burst and his strength, that dude is off the charts. So yeah. they're loaded. And then you got Brock Purdy who's distributing all over the place and making plays. Look pretty spectacular to me. It is going to be the biggest improvement has to be. And it seems to lean a lot on the 49ers defense. Can you take Kelsey or at least limit him a little bit? Right. Take him off his mark. And can you play better defense? Because the Chiefs defense has proven all year long. And you already know what Spagnuolo is going to do. You better be prepared for pressure and get after it. But you know who's one of the best in the world at dealing with pressure? Brock Purdy. So it's going to be fun. It's going to and both these quarterbacks. It's going to be a blast. All the hype getting to it. Rematch of the last time. I can't wait to see it. But man, the the most impressive thing of the weekend: Chiefs defense. Yeah. The most unimpressive thing of the weekend was the inability for Detroit in a lot of different ways catch the ball, hold on to the ball, and Baltimore same way. Interior interceptions in the wrong spot too. I'm talking about the Baltimore game. So up and down. Purdy was impressive. Kansas City's defense was of the four. And Kelsey, the most impressive individual and unit of the of the weekend. Real quick, before we get to the top of the hour, uh, Lamar Jackson spoke. Yeah, quick answer on uh, his turnovers. This is what the quarterback had to say. I felt like if we wouldn't turn the ball over, we definitely would have had a shot. We definitely would have came out with a win. But he did a great job not turning the ball over and putting points on the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't really hit on his own turnovers. but uh, And he's right. If they wouldn't have turned the ball over, they would have had a shot. And what was the score of the game? 17-10 was the final. Yeah. If you hold the Baltimore Ravens and that guy, Lamar Jackson, to seven points, I'm talking about for them, a touchdown, mm-hmm. then you're going to win most of the time. Right. Probably nine times out of ten. Yeah. And even then, it was, what, 17, 10? You're only down by a touchdown because yeah. your offense and your offense did not play great football. Yeah. Kansas City's defense was impressive, and Mahomes completing 30 balls for less than 300 yards tells me efficiency was at its finest yesterday. Yeah, it sure was. Let's talk about the uh, 49ers defensive line. They did not look good in the first half, but those adjustments got them back into the game in the second half. That's next on Sports Talk 790. Hey, classic elite Chevy Sugarland has elite prices, elite inventory, elite customer service, and it never changes. The deal may change. The inventory, you know, the colors of the vehicle on the lot or which one you want, but they'll get it. But the customer service also never changed. That's that, that's 24-7 all the time, and that's why they're classic elite. But it's not elite for them. It's elite for you. They're creating an opportunity. It doesn't matter what walk of life you come from or uh, how old you are or as long as you got a driver's license and you uh, come on in there, don't care. They're treating everybody like they'd want to be treated. Special, elite, classic elite. Prices, inventory, and customer service, 3000 Dollars off Tahoes and Suburbans, four ninety nine a month on twenty twenty four Silverados with no payments, no payments for one hundred twenty days with rates as low as one point nine percent. You think about that; that's a four months of that money in your pocket and twelve thousand off the beautiful twenty twenty three Silverados. They are off the charts. GM Dealer of the Year now, thirteen years in a row. It's Classic Elite Chevy Sugarland, or you can go to ClassicEliteChevySugarland dot com and find out exactly why they create an elite opportunity for you. And 2024 is going to be epic. Classic, elite, Chevy Sugarland, 13 years in a row. The GM Dealer of the Year. Together, let's drive. KBME Houston. KTBZ HD2 Houston. And iHeartRadio Station. The Astros. The Astros. The Rockets. Rockets. Basketball. Your home for your home teams. This is Sports Talk 790. Driven by the Classic Elite Buick GMC Studios for the elite car buying experience. Salisbury. 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 
Houston. Okay, let's do this. Sean Salisbury. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Second hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Emmanuel Elmore, Rockets and Lakers tonight at Toyota Center, 7 p.m. tip-up, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790, your home for Rockets basketball. The Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. Sets up the Super Bowl in two weeks. Gerard Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Texans, uh, getting more offensive coordinator interviews. The latest, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sean, the NFC Championship, AFC Championship games are over. You saw a high-scoring game in one. You saw a low-scoring game in the other. But I think the one thing that stood out to me between those two games, outside of Mahomes' performance, Travis Kelsey catching, I think, 12 balls for over 100 yards and a touchdown, Christian McCaffrey doing what he does, is the 49ers' offensive, um, excuse me, defensive line in that first half, they got torched. I mean, they the Lions ran all over them. The middle of the field was wide open. And it's just it's crazy to see the athletes that they have on that front and that they underperform. Chase Young, what are we doing? There was a play where Jameer Gibbs. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Caught the ed- caught a ball on the edge and then cut up field. Chase Young, you, you watch two defensive linemen, meaning Chase Young and whoever the D-tackle D- is, just kind of lollygagged to it, jogged to it, dude scores a touchdown on him. Yeah, they better... They I better. mean... I'd better step it up this week. What the or, hell, man? Practice and next week getting himself ready because uh, the quarterback in Detroit's pretty good. That quarterback in Kansas City is is pretty good too. So I I don't. For me, I, I was actually surprised at how easy it was to move the football. And I'm not sure where they ranked, but if if, if my memory serves me right, I don't think their third down defense was all that good this year. Anyway. San Francisco. Yeah, maybe check it out where they may maybe I. I'm tripping, but over the course of the season, I feel like I've, in watching them, people have been able to move the ball and convert, and I, it feels to me like, I know they're the 49ers, all that talent, but maybe we overrate that the, the sum's not as good as the, as the parts. Does that make sense? And I, I may be wrong, but it feels to me like teams have been able to convert against them this year, and I've seen eight of their games, nine of their games, or more, whatever it is, because they're always on. And if you get the NFL package, of course you're going to see them. So I, I, I don't feel like the Kansas City, I mean, that the 
49ers defense, even though at every at every layer they got a really good player, that the the, the sum's been as good as the parts on defense this year. Mm-hmm. So, mm. and you're dealing with a team that that knows that will challenge you. I, I can't wait to see this, man. Two weeks off, they're going to need it. Get healthy, get right, and let's go. Uh, you know, you brought up earlier when, when we were on commercial break what some of the national media was going to say about Brock Purdy. I don't even want to hear it. Well, Ryan Clark actually had some positivity about him. He That's... said he's not going to have any hate, any anything negative to say about Brock Purdy. He said Brock Purdy put the team on his back and they won. How do you do that if you're just a, if you're if you're a guy that you're not any? I mean, he's been doing it for two years. Game manager. Interesting. Hmm, okay. <laughs> hey, another thing. Uh, Shift that narrative in a hurry. Huh? It's pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah. I wonder if all the rest of the national narrative guys jump in and give us. A, yeah, but if he didn't have McCaffrey, if he didn't have, of course. Yeah, and if if Mahomes didn't have Kelsey, if if Kelsey didn't have Mahomes, if Andy Reid didn't have Mahomes, I mean, it exists on every team, and uh, I can't wait to see it. Purdy's earned it. Two years, two NFC title games. Where's the credit going to come? It's uh, I can't, can't believe it. They've already started with the good narrative, not the yeah. nasty one. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. It's shifted pretty damn quick yep. uh, about Brock Purdy. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, Triple E, let's get uh, real quick. I'm going to go to uh, Anthony here, but if you could get us that audio of uh, Kyle Shanahan talking about Brock Purdy, uh, we'll get that fired up. I got that uh, next here uh, on the Sean Salisbury Show. But let's talk to Anthony real quick. Anthony, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, um, so I love the commitment from the Chiefs to run the football. Uh, even when it wasn't there, to me, that that kept Todd Munkin uh, honest, and he wasn't wasn't able to allow his defense to pin their ears back and get after Pat Mahomes. Um, I, I just I just love staying committed to the running game. Isaiah Pacheco earned every last one of those 68 yards that he earned. Um, and then on the other side, man, uh, there at the end of the 49ers game, uh, uh, CMC took a nasty fall on his on his uh, neck, and I was really glad to see him uh, get up and run off the field. But uh, should be a good one, um, and I'm I'm going to take the Chiefs. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Anthony. I don't know how you bet against the Chiefs, man. I really don't. Not in January. Yeah, you got to find some other fun prop bets because <laughs> yet the 49ers are the better team. But we said that Buffalo was a better team. That Baltimore is a better team, and in truth, the way that Buffalo had been playing, right, the way that Baltimore played all year, best team, and Kansas City. But one thing you got to always factor in is where Kansas City's defense is in. But the main factor is 15's just built different, man. He is just built different, and he adjusts to whatever the game situation calls for. But uh, in flipping it, the 49ers are going to with their multiple formations and a full healthy Debo Samuel. He played, but getting him when he's 100% back or close to it, mm-hmm. two weeks to prepare. And you've got two phenomenal play callers in Reed and Kyle Shanahan. And how Kansas City deals with all the shifts and formations and Spagnolo, And then and Spagnuolo has a way of stepping that defense up when you can get pressure with four. He's done it in Super Bowls before. Just ask Strahan and that group. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they, they know. And Spags has been really good. But they're going to see... The toughest now, Kansas City will now. KBME Houston, KCBZ HD2 Houston, and iHeartRadio Station. The Astros. The Astros. The Rockets. Rockets. Basketball. Your home for your home teams. This is Sports Talk 790, driven by the Classic Elite Buick GMC Studios for the elite car buying experience.
Salisbury. Salisbury. Houston. Okay, let's do this. Sean Salisbury. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Second hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Emmanuel Elmore, Rockets and Lakers tonight at Toyota Center, 7 p.m. tip-up, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790, your home for Rockets basketball. The Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. Sets up the Super Bowl in two weeks. Gerard Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Texans, uh, getting more offensive coordinator interviews. The latest, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sean, the NFC Championship, AFC Championship games are over. You saw a high-scoring game in one. You saw a low-scoring game in the other. But I think the one thing that stood out to me between those two games, outside of Mahomes' performance, Travis Kelsey catching, I think, 12 balls for over 100 yards and a touchdown, Christian McCaffrey doing what he does, is the 49ers' offensive, um, excuse me, defensive line in that first half, they got torched. I mean, they the Lions ran all over them. The middle of the field was wide open. And it's just it's crazy to see the athletes that they have on that front and that they underperform. Chase Young, what are we doing? There was a play where Jameer Gibbs caught the ed- caught a ball on the edge and then cut up field. Chase Young, you you watch two defensive linemen, meaning Chase Young and whoever the D tackle is, just kind of lollygag to it, jog to it, dude scores a touchdown on them. Yeah, they better. They I better. mean. I better step it up this week. What the or, hell, man? And practice and next week getting himself ready because uh, the quarterback in Detroit's pretty good. That quarterback in Kansas City is is pretty good too. So I I don't. For me, I, I was actually surprised at how easy it was to move the football. And I'm not sure where they ranked, but if if, if my memory serves me right, I don't think their third down defense was all that good this year. Anyway. San Francisco. Yeah, maybe check it out where they may maybe I. I'm tripping, but over the course of the season, I feel like I've, in watching them, people have been able to move the ball and convert. And I, it feels to me like, I know that the 49ers, all that talent, but maybe we overrate that the, the sum's not as good as the, as the parts. Does that make sense? And I, I may be wrong, but it feels to me like teams have been able to convert against them this year. And I've seen eight of their games, nine of their games, or more, whatever it is, because they're always on. And if you get the NFL package, of course you're going to see them. So I, I, I don't feel like the Kansas City, I mean, that the 49ers defense, even though at every, at every layer they got a really good player, that the, the, the sum's been as good as the parts on defense this year. Mm-hmm. So, mm. and you're dealing with a team that, that knows that will challenge you. I, I can't wait to see this, man. Two weeks off, they're going to need it, get healthy, get right, and let's go. Uh, you know, you brought up earlier when, when we were on commercial break what some of the national media was going to say about Brock Purdy. I don't even want to hear it. Well, Ryan Clark actually had some positivity about him. He I said see. he's not going to have any hate, any anything negative to say about Brock Purdy. He said Brock Purdy put the team on his back and they won. How do you do that if you're just a, if you're if you're a guy that you're not any? I mean, he's been doing it for two years. Game manager. Interesting. Hmm, okay. <laughs> hey, another thing. Uh, Shift that narrative in a hurry. Huh? It's pretty quick, wasn't it? 
Yeah. I wonder if all the rest of the national narrative guys jump in and give us a, yeah, but if he didn't have McCaffrey, if he didn't have, of course. Yeah. And if, if Mahomes didn't have Kelsey, if, if Kelsey didn't have Mahomes, if Andy Reid didn't have Mahomes, I mean, it exists on every team. And, uh, I can't wait to see it. Purdy's earned it. Two years, two NFC title games. Where's the credit going to come? It's, uh, I can't, can't believe it. They've already started with the good narrative, not the yeah. nasty one. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. And it shifted pretty damn quick yep. uh, about Brock Purdy. I, I just, I don't know. Uh, Triple E, let's get uh, real quick. I'm going to go to uh, Anthony here, but if you could get us that audio of uh, Kyle Shanahan talking about Brock Purdy, uh, we'll get that fired up. I got that uh, next here. Uh, on the Sean Salisbury Show. Let's talk to Anthony real quick. Anthony, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, um, so I love the commitment from the Chiefs to run the football. Uh, even when it wasn't there, to me, that that kept Todd Munkin uh, honest, and he wasn't, wasn't able to allow his defense to pin their ears back and get after Pat Mahomes. Um, I, I, just, I just love staying committed to the running game. Isaiah Pacheco earned every last one of those 68 yards that he earned. Um, and then on the other side, man, uh, there at the end of the 49ers game, uh, uh, CMC took a nasty fall on his, on his uh, neck, and I was really glad to see him uh, get up and run off the field. But it uh, should be a good one, um, and I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Anthony. I don't know how you bet against the Chiefs, man. I really don't. Not in January. Yeah, you got to find some other fun prop bets because <laughs> yet the 49ers are the better team. But we said that Buffalo was a better team. We said that Baltimore is a better team. And in truth, the way that Buffalo had been playing right, the way that Baltimore had played all year, best team, and Kansas City. But one thing you got to always factor in is where Kansas City's defense is in. But the main factor is 15's just built different, man. He is just built different. And he adjusts to whatever the game situation calls for. But uh, when flipping it, the 49ers are going to, with their multiple formations and a full, healthy Debo Samuel, he played, but getting him when he's 100% back or close to it, mm-hmm. two weeks to prepare. And you've got two phenomenal play callers in Reed and Kyle Shanahan. And how Kansas City deals with all the shifts and formations and Spagnolo, And then and Spagnolo has a way of stepping that defense up when you can get pressure with four. He's done it in Super Bowls before. Just ask Strahan and that group. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they, they know, and Spags has been really good, but they're going to see the toughest. Now, Kansas City will now have prepared defensively for the, well, three in a row. Josh Allen's pretty tough to prepare for, but the toughest offense to have to deal with when it's pr- to prepare for a week in Baltimore. And now in the AFC and in the NFC, this is the toughest. I said last week, these are two toughest to prepare for. And the, and the 49ers, because how multiple and all the shifts and movement and all that they're going to do, and you just can't let it get into your head. And the Chiefs have been the bell cow for uh, the defense for the Chiefs all year long. So it's going to be a hell of a matchup, and we will cover all the way down to can the punter hit it inside the five and right. flip the field by the time two weeks is done. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, uh, covering these this game uh, for the next couple of weeks before the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan spoke about his quarterback, Brock Purdy, being the difference. This is how it sounded. I thought it was the difference between winning and losing. Um, he made some big plays with his legs, getting out of the pocket, moving the chains and some first downs, getting some explosives. Uh, he competed his ass off today and it wasn't easy for any of us, but uh, he kept grinding and uh, was unbelievable there in the second half. 
Yeah, it's Kyle Shanahan talking about his quarterback, Brock Purdy. Tale of two halves for, for the 49ers, man. They looked uh, pedestrian in the first half. They did not play well. I think Kyle Shanahan said it uh, with Michael Strahan after the game that they couldn't have played a worse first half, but yet they cleared a 17-point deficit, came back and went one. Um, and, man, what the, 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 the two games <laughs> couldn't be more different. Right, and in truth, the uh, 49ers... Uh, might have played a poor first half, but it was matched with just as good as on the other side, the extreme, the other way, playing a great second half. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the majority of it until the very end, they pitched a shutout in the second, dominated them in yeah. the second half. Couldn't they, they couldn't get a point until the until the end. So impressive all the way around, and way too many balls left on the ground for Detroit. Got to catch balls when they're there. Can't turn it over, and uh, they they did that. And in Baltimore's case. Two balls in the red zone. One you're throwing, and one's laid down by, you know, by uh, Flowers. Flowers, yeah. And that usually turned over twice in the red zone. It's going to be hard to win and beat anybody, let alone the guy who you had to play against yesterday. Right. Let's go to Q before we get to the stakeout. Q, good morning. How's it going, fellas? I have to come up out and put my two cents in words, man. Look, hey, let's think about this. Travis Kelsey is ahead of Jerry Rice now in receptions in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Great talent. Big game player. Mahomes, same thing. You can't say nothing about it. But if Baltimore would have took a survey and said, we're going to give 17 points for the game. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I'm pretty sure 95% of them would sign up for that and think they would win the game. Now, let me get to Mr. Flowers. In a big game like this to go to the Super Bowl, individual accolades, individual look at knees would get you an L faster than anything. Worst kind of teammate to have. Now, not only did he, when he caught the big pass for the first down, he really, you know, killed it by, you know, getting the unsportsmanlike conduct, putting them back 15 yards, and then because he did that, well, that's probably why he made such a great effort to score from the one. He just compounded the problem more by trying to make up for what he did. Do like Barry Sanders and act like you've been there before, and you don't have to worry about those kind of things. Now, go to the other game, 49ers. Man, look, I can't do nothing but hats off to Brock Purdy. I've never been one of those guys to criticize him because I'm one of those smaller guys that never, you know, don't get the, the, the credit they could because I don't fit the, you know, the, the Charles, Salisbury, 6'4", 225, 
Six four. Come on, Q. You better you better give that don't, extra don't, inch, don't man. Cheat Come me on out now. Of my extra six you know, five, yeah, hey, man. You know we can all use an extra inch, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, speak for yourself. Hey, 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 hey you credit what credit is due, man. There you, you go, know, man. Yep. You know, they, they, you know, it, it was two great games, man. But little things like what Flowers did cost you championships, and 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 I don't really blame uh, Coach Campbell for not taking the points. That's the way they got there. You know, he did that, and he believed in his team. So any coach that believes in his team, you know, it's always easy. To, you know, hindsight is always, you know, 100%. Yep. So, you know, I'm not going to be too hard on him for that because I, I appreciate the way he had his team ready to play. And, you know, it just didn't work out for him that time. You know, if not for that two-point conversion against Dallas, he might have had home field for the playoffs, you know. So, you know, it, it, it's a great game, and I love it. Like the other call to say, man, y'all guys make me look at things I probably usually wouldn't see. But I, I feel bad for Flowers, but it, it'll be a good lesson learned for him. Yes, so I will. Talk to you guys. Q, appreciate it, Q. Great stuff. And, yeah, you know, you try to – we can all sit up here and talk about the stuff that we – that it's obvious and try to dig a little deeper. And our callers are really good at that as well and listeners. So we appreciate it. And real quick, and we can come back and discuss it through whatever you got for the stakeout. But – He's right. I was going to hold off on the flowers thing. Mm-hmm. Little, the things that get you in trouble are the stuff you can control and yep. you don't. Yep. Now, the fumble's just a great play happens. Mm-hmm. I've never, for a physical, when a guy's going 100 miles an hour trying to make a play, how in the world am I going to say, oh, the guy sucks? No, no he does. He's a hell of a player. Effort. What a great defensive play. It would have been easy to say he's diving in. Damn, let's get the ball. But that play for six inches saves you a game. With flowers, I was more disappointed than the stupid. You make a play, you got to get up and spin the ball and stand over him and drop it and taunt. I, I understand enthusiasm, but the rule you can't do it. Wait, get to the sideline, celebrate with the teammates. Yeah. You just can't do it. That's not the yeah. fun part. That's the part coaches say just control the, you got to control your emotions the bad way and the good way. If you just get up and walk from it, that 15 yards is big, dude. Yeah, it's huge. Big. Yeah. You just can't do it, man. Yeah, I think, you know what, I'll save it for the stakeout. We'll we'll, uh, continue to talk about the uh, emotions and that uh, unsportsmanlike And they're real and raw, brother, but you just can't do it. Can't do it. Let's talk about that next as we get into the stakeout right here on Sports Talk 790. But let's also talk about Daisy Dip, French Onion and Ranch Dip. You know, I was watching those games yesterday. Both were really good games, complete opposites of each other. And uh, I had some pizza. I had chips, dip, and of course, that dip was the Daisy Dip French Onion and Ranch Dip. It's by Daisy Sour Cream. They're now making that French Onion and Ranch Dip. You can get it at your local grocery store. It's game-changing flavor, even better than the dips that I used to make from scratch at home. That's right. I am, uh, I'll admit that. The French Onion and Ranch Dip by Daisy is so much better than my homemade dips. I love that there's no MSG, uh, no preservatives, added other junk that I can't even pronounce. It's just the, the taste is really, really, really good. It's addictive, and I can't stop eating. I had it all throughout yesterday. And, of course, I'm going to have it for the Super Bowl, uh, you know, big watch party. I might even watch it for the Pro Bowl. goes perfect with your chips, your dip, your wings, your pizza. It's all right there. Daisy Dip French Onion and Ranch Dip. Head to your local grocery store. Get it for the Super Bowl. Get it for your game day spread. It's Daisy Dip French Onion and Ranch Dip. From H-Town. This is H-Town. <laughs> For H-Town. This for Houston, Texas. This is Sports Talk 790. Because right now, you see it light on Houston right now. Back to Sean Salisbury. 
right, Sean. What are you hearing out there? Now, the Salisbury Stakeout. Salisbury Stakeout. On the Sean Salisbury Show. It's time for the stakeout here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean Bryan and Triple E. Let's get right to the stakeout. All right, let's talk about these emotions in the NFL on certain plays. Look, we have taunting left and right. Um, here's my my take on it, Sean, and, I'll, and I'll, this is goes perfect into the last segment. From my, vo- my vantage point yesterday, and again, I'm never a guy that blames refs and things like that. I'm not, I don't go straight to that. But what I saw yesterday, and this might be my, this might be a little different from how you feel about it, and that's what we're going to get into. I feel like yesterday, Travis Kelsey made it a point to taunt in some form or fashion after every play. He was cooking, and I hate using that word, but he was cooking yesterday. 11 targets, 11 receptions, over 100 yards, and a touchdown. But they let him get away with taunts every single, every single play. Flowers has a big play, taunt, stands over a guy, boom, flag. And drop the ball on him, right? There's no question he shouldn't have done that. It's in the wide open field. It's just him and the defender. Okay, I can see where they throw the flag. But why didn't they throw the flag three, four, five, six different times on Travis Kelsey? We'll give you a couple reasons why I think. Now, Warren, let me let me back up a little bit here. Do I think at times that you shouldn't throw a flag and let two guys chest it up a little bit? Get your ass back to the huddle, like back to your corner. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Yeah. In a game that magnitude... Yes, that guy's doing it. He's excited. That's another do I, do I got to take into the emotion saying, okay, these guys are on each other the whole game, the situation of the game. Does this really call for where the guys are so blatantly offended, we got to call a flag? Yeah. And if they don't, then the other fan base is like, why didn't you call it? I think that, and, it, it, and that's what makes the great referees understand how to control the game and say, hey, man, we'll just... Let, let's let this one go. You know, like sometimes when they're hand fighting on a route, right? When you could probably call pass interference on both. So what do you do? Just don't call it. Yeah. I get that part. And if it's close, I, I, I lean on the side of don't take the fun away or the competitive fire away. Understand the emotion of a game. I understand in week one you're trying to set the tone for the season on your rules and how you're going to play it. But I, I think to, to, to me, as it goes on, you have to understand the situation of the game. And if it's not... If it's two dudes, and I assure you, somebody in, in, in the other secondary was chattering, too. In camp. It happens, right? So I think you've got to be understand the situation. Now to, to your point about Kelsey. I think it's like the Jordan rules and those guys. Yeah. I think the longer you've been in the league, listen, Mahomes is going to get a different call than somebody else's. Yeah, no question. He just is. Yeah. And whether we like it or not, Jordan got different calls. Bird may have got different calls. Why? Because LeBron's, LeBron's getting calls. There's certain things. Now, some you know, are going to get, they're going to miss them on their side, too. But when in doubt, it's like a, a great hitter that's been in the league 15 years. Tony Gwynn takes a strike. You're calling it, and it's a strike, but it looks close. Tony Gwynn didn't swing it. I'll call it a ball. Because Tony Spreng Gwynn. Does it right. So you start to, you take that in. I'm not saying it's right, but that's how it works. Yeah. Listen, they're not computers. It's not AI. We have humans doing it, and they're going to miss. And you're right. But here's the difference, I think, in the taunt is I don't think they saw Kelsey stand over him like, do yeah, this. Yeah, now, he, no, oh, there's no that. day he's an antagonizer. Look up, he- hesitate, say something in the stands, and then point. Yeah, guys do that all the time. I think it's the fact that how you chest up and do it on a player, then drop the ball next to him and do it. But you're right. There is a double standard. Make no mistake about it. There's a double standard for stars, and there's a double standard for the guys who are stars been in the league longer. 
and you can say what you want. This isn't why Kansas City won. Kansas City's defense and Mahomes mm-hmm. is, and Kelsey's connection, why they won. And Andy's a really good coach, too, and he beat a good coach in John Harbaugh. Listen, don't think that the NFL doesn't love the fact that you get a big market, San Francisco, California, mm-hmm. and you get the most attractable market in the planet right now because of the quarterback, the tight end, and the, the girl up in the suite. Yeah. I'm not saying that's why they won. They earned it. But the NFL doesn't hate it. And, and you and I both, you're going to see 4,000 commercials. Oh, yeah. And a matter of fact, he and I bet you he and Old Swift, they'll be in some commercials this is, between now and then. This is probably going to be the most watched Super Bowl of all time. And it's going to be the most lucrative of uh, most lucrative offseason uh, of, of oh, Kelsey's on, career. Man. There's no doubt. This is like the, the perfect matchup for the right. NFL. There's no doubt. So in that, I, I, I'm with you. But here's the deal. In a game, you got to flip it also on the game, that mm-hmm. the control. Even though... If I'm an official, I'm like, I go over there and say, hey, man, next time. It's almost like a brushback pitch, dude. Uh, next time, I'm, I'm going to get you. Yeah. I understand. And talk to I understand the emotion. Get, you, get your asses back to the huddle and let's go. But don't do it again. Okay. In the magnitude of the, the importance of that game. But the other side of it is I have to as a player. It's like the, 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 the drug test rule. Hey, dude, you're getting tested for steroids. Or you're getting tested for marijuana. Mm-hmm. And you smoked the night before. Is marijuana that big a deal? No. Right. But the rule says don't smoke because if you test wrong, we got we to suspend you. Same thing here. Dude, the rule, don't, just don't do it. And it was a blatant one, yet I, I, I'd like them to separate them and go play. Yeah. And it's just little things like that that cost you. You have to be poised under pressure. As I always say, poise and leadership and chaos, he just didn't have it. Yeah. And he's a hell of a football player. And he'll hopefully get a chance again. And it bother, but you can't let a controllable mistake... Get out of your control. Right. And you know, listen, if he'd have turned around, pointed to the first down, watched the guy, eyeballed him and watched that and pointed that way and put and threw the ball to the referee, but still got his dig in like, gotcha, I got you. Yeah. They wouldn't have said anything. Right. You just allow the official to get, oh, my, it's going so far. Oh, he taunted, boom, reach for that flag. And once he reaches for it, when it comes to that, you know, misconduct, they're not going to pick it back up like yeah. they do sometimes. Oh, that Man, wasn't the right call. You know, another thing that, that we always talk about is how violent and how well, this is a man's game in football. But what comes with that is emotional plays like that. Let the, let, I don't want to say let the boys play, let the kids play, but. It's a stupid thing for Flowers to do that because he, he opened knows. up a can of worms to allow the guy right. to make a hamburger I, call. I not agree. A steak call. I yes. agree. I agree 100%. But also on the flip side of it, dude, why are we so quick to throw a flag on? That's a big play, a big moment in the game. These guys are trying to get to the Super Bowl. I, I, I would have. I, I, I like the emotion, and I, I agree. Too. you got to control what you can control. But then, on, like I said, on the flip side of it, like, guys, come on. Th- these dudes are literally putting their lives. On the line every right. single play. Let him get a little bit crunk sometimes. I think there has to be short of embarrassing football and the other team to the point where like, dude, this is a third time in this game. Yeah. There's got to be. Yeah, here, here's what's crazy. A guy gets up in, in, in gamesmanship, you know, taunt like, like what, what he did, and gets after it, the emotion of a game. And you're like, if I'm the, like I said, the head ref, I'm like, let me take into consideration what they're going yeah, through. The magnitude of it. Right, and the situation. But also... Isn't isn't a bigger taunt? You get an interception at your own forty, and you sprint sixty yards with eight guys to the end, eleven to taps to the other end of the end zone, and dance and and are doing a, the you know the uh, the you know don't this. break my heart yeah. that, that dance with Aki or whatever yeah. it is, and you're standing there in the end zone. That's but we I mean that's, that's a taunt. cool because it's a team celebration. Right, well, it's a taunt. Yes, yeah, so of course it is. Yeah. So I, I just there's a fine line, and I know that we want fun in there's there's fun and stupidity. 
I thought that was a tweener. Yeah. I, I mean, I understood. He taunted him. Two guys said, a guy stabs, stands up. You could have gone over to, like I said, and simply, I think the great refs and umpires communicate. Guys, come on, man. I get yeah. the emotion. One more time like that, and it's going to cost you 15, fella. It's good. Yeah. Get, you, get, get back to the huddle. Let's go. And then let's let's do it. And when they yeah. say, why didn't you flag it? You tell them, you, you go and say, here's I communicated why. with the players. Because we talked about it. And yeah. you know what? A game of this magnitude, emotion flies. Yeah. I get it. But he's he still got to control it because the pressure rises. You think you were choking on your own spit and pressure yesterday? Two weeks from now? Yeah. Those guys are going to be hyperventilating before they come right. out of the damn locker room. Yeah, and there was also another play where Van Noy got flagged for bumping into Kelsey because Kelsey instigated the hell out of an interaction between uh, one of, of the course. other defenders. Of course. Right? And then when the flag flew, there's Travis Kelsey hysterically laughing in Van Noy's face. He's one of the great like, agitators. He's one of the on. great antagonists in all the sports. And you right know, and you know what, and what he, he was doing? It. Yeah. And then he goes and finishes. Yeah. It, he goes and finishes. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah there's no question the about it. The biggest play, and too, just the play, the great, and he make, and the reason why he makes every play, too, right? I mean, he catches, for the most part, everything. Yeah. The back shoulder throw to the right pi, right front pylon to yeah. Kelsey. For the touchdown? Yeah. yeah. It's a big league throw, man. <laughs> well, that, that, oh I think that was the one where I said, well, that's just, there. there's why Mahomes is just better than everybody, yeah. no matter how you slice it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Let's keep talking about it. Uh, should John Harbaugh have sat flowers for that taunting call that's next on sports talk 790 hey i'll tell you this certa pro painter certa pro the official painting partner of the houston astros and i got buddies using certa pro businesses friends of mine saying we need a new paint job call certa pro and they did bam with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can do the same thing. Whether it's a business or your home, they are going to treat it like, well, it would be their own home. They are going to, the proper safety protocols. They, listen, each and every Certa Pro business is individually owned and operated, every one of them. So they care. They're local. They care. They live in your neighborhood, and they're timely. I know when they've done mine. I was a customer first, proud to be one. They came in and did mine, said, well, be here. We'll have it done by this time. Boom, done. And it's beautiful. And my friends can vouch for it, hence why they're using them for their business, let alone their home. It's Certa with a C. You know who they are. CertaPro.com for your uh, uh, free estimate. And, again, the official painting partner of the Houston Astros and baseball is right around the corner. So if you want it done right, it's expensive to have a home or a business. And guess what? Why not protect it with the quality painting of Serta Pro Painters? It is Serta with a C. Love them. Proud to be a member of the family. You will be proud and happy with their work. Serta Pro. Serta with a C. Serta Pro, the power pro. Change your loofah sponge. Monthly. Great. And right now, listen to more Sean Salisbury. That's your job, man. That's what you get paid for. A pro tip from Houston's official, listen while scrubbing your butt. Morning Sports Show. I 
I ain't been getting high. Well, maybe a little, baby. I don't wanna lie. I know when you text me, girl, I don't always reply. Well, you're not an angel either. You can't even fly. I know this. You think that you know all this shade that's coming at me. I wonder who throws it. They can't see the vision, boy. They must be out of focus. That's a real hot album, homie. I wonder who wrote it. Oh, shit. Oh, take, pray them go away. Oh, we sell the clowns around. It look like Circus Soleil. This is not the album either. These are just the throwaways. This still so cold when it drops. It's gonna be a motherfucking snow day. Hey, boy, it's good and he knows it. He don't say it, he shows it. Rolling along here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean Bryan at Triple E. Rockets, Lakers tonight at Toyota Center, 7 p.m. Tip-off. Launch pad starts at 6 o'clock. Chiefs and... 49ers in the Super Bowl two weeks from now. Gerard Johnson for the Texans getting more interviews for offensive coordinator positions. Would you have benched Zay Flowers for that uh, that penalty? Sean? No, I'm not, I'm not cutting off my nose to spite my face. And John Harbaugh has always been, John Harbaugh, there's a, like the good ones, know when to discipline and when to put your arm around them and, and hope they respond. Uh, immature play, but I think there's times... Now, had he started taunting at the five-yard line and held the ball down and somebody stripped it from him the other time, not talking about even the taunt play, that's what you're talking about, not mm-hmm. the fumble, but and did something that you're like, dude, this is a big game, that, and it cost your team. Then you got to bring him over and maybe sit him down, but the taunting thing, I mean, you get in his face, and you let the receiver coach take care of that. Right. And you, you put your arm around him, and you can be firm. I, I just, I'm not going to cut off my nose and spite my face. We need all the weapons we can get. Um, we'll have that conversation afterwards. Like anything, I'm correcting tape during a game. Guess what? I can't react. We'll do this. Just keep letting it fly. Keep playing. Be smarter because you're gonna. We need you to come back and make us a play. And he damn near did until he laid it on the ground, right? Yeah. But you come back, make us a play. We'll have the conversation later. No grudges. We get, but got to get better at it. I don't. I, I wouldn't set him down because I'm not going to ruin my. I mean, that's taken away. What? Quite frankly, outside Mark Andrews is your best receiver, right? I'd rip his ass. Oh. Say, hey, man, use your head. Yeah. I get the emotions part, but you got to be smarter than that. Yes. Control what you can control. You can control that. And at the time, after I was done ripping his ass for 20 seconds, I put my arm around him and say, now go do what you do. Right. That's why you're here. And we love you. Yeah. Bam. And so, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And if he can't handle that, then he's probably in the wrong sport. Right. Yeah, no question about it. Let's get back out to the phone line. 713-212-5790. John, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, um, yeah, you touched on a subject, I think, like yesterday, both those games, especially the Baltimore game. You know, it really does. It comes down to poise, right? And and Baltimore just lost it. And and uh, some really dumb penalties. Even Jadavion Clowney, when he, you know, put his helmet into Mahomes, I thought, what a stupid, you know. And they those penalties came at the wrong times, and uh, they just – and also Baltimore, you know, I blame the coaching staff, too. I think Baltimore just strayed from what their strength was. You know, they had a good drive when the guy uh, fumbled the ball going over the goal line. But that was a good drive. They were just punching the ball, being physical. And I think physicality, they got away from it somehow in that game. And I was just really baffled. And then the same with uh, the 49ers. The 49ers collected themselves and, and uh, did what they needed to do. And, and Dan Campbell, you know, he's a gambler. But you know he doesn't change and you know he went for he went on fourth down when maybe he could have kicked but um i don't know i just think it came down to that and and uh that's what's critical and and especially when you get into the playoffs uh that that's where it comes more and more important 
So that's what I got out of yesterday, to be honest. John, great Thank point, you, John. and you are 100% correct. I, I, listen, and, and I think part of what John's saying as well is we're playing 60 minutes, and part of every coach that has ever asked, you know what they say when you come out of a, of a playoff game like this, or going into it, should I say, is play our game. We hear that all the time, but mm-hmm. don't beat yourself. Control what you can control. A lot of coaches use it in all sports, but play 60 minutes, but also that you know there's going to be bouts with nobody's going through unscathed without some, some adversity. But do not allow emotions to ruin our season. Right. Meaning the negative emotions. And I, I think the 60-minute look in every game. Baltimore did not stay poised and physical and, and what they always do for 60 minutes. They score 10 points. That Normally they may score 10, but the other team scores three. Kansas City. Pretty poised the whole game, stays the course. Smart, simple, boom, disciplined. In this other game, San Francisco's getting their ass handed to him. Would have been easy to go in and say, well, see in 2024 for the regular season. Mm-hmm. Comes back out, looks like Detroit lost a little focus for whatever reason, and they, they came back and punched him immediately, and Detroit was, was scrambling, right, in the second half. And poised, and it's always, you tell me, did either one of those games come down to one play? Sure didn't. No, there's there's lay the ball on the plays, ground, yeah. penalty here, uh, settling, you know, kicking a field goal, going forward on fourth down when yeah. maybe you should. All those things that come into play, and in the end, you know what it comes down to? We can go back and we can watch every play, which I will. I tape both games again, just gonna want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, it will come down to you had Brock Purdy sacked, let him get away. You had uh, you, Lamar, you, you, red zone. You're better than the MVP. Can't throw it. Throw it away. Tee it up. Do something else. Uh, for for Kansas City, you know you you gotta do what you did, and they stepped to play defense and not quit when the ball's in the red zone and force them either a turnover or to settle for a field goal. All the things require sixty minutes of it, and it's such a cliche elementary school thing. Got to play all of them, and guess what? The two teams that won were just a little bit better in pressure situations and decisions. And they did not beat themselves. Yeah. I want to talk about the Ravens' lack of physicality yesterday. Um, Maybe the most shot. You know who the most physical team on was the, the perceived finesse Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah. Looked a little different. And yeah, if they were in the Super Bowl, we're going to talk about how physical they right. played all year. Where did the physicality go for the Ravens? Like, that's that's my question. And you know what? When your physicality starts to wane, you know where you need to go, Sean? Well, what happens when somebody punches harder? You know where you need to go, though? Uh, Pride Men's State Clinic. Yeah. You want to get that physicality back in your life? Yeah. Well, listen. You know anything about it? I saw a little brain fog yesterday. Damn right. Yep. Yeah. A little brain fog. But it, you and I don't. Why? Been a Men's State Clinic. Five convenient locations. Um, and yesterday didn't even require sexual wellness until maybe after the game for Kansas City tied in and his girl. <laughs> but I imagine they're doing all right. Uh, Meds T Clinic could also help you. Fellas, what are you waiting on? Whether it's the sexual wellness, and, and listen, everybody wants to perform that way, right? But if there's brain fog, sluggish, you used to be the top weekend warrior, where is it? Well, if 2023 was that type of year, fix it right now in 2024. What if it's just as simple as low testosterone? And it's just even simpler to walk in, draw a little blood. It's non-invasive. And by the end of the day, know exactly what you got to do to get it back. And that's sexual wellness, but more importantly, full body wellness. A clear mind uh, creates a lot of great opportunities and gets you back to being you for 2024. Don't wait. Before you know it, it's February. And then March, what's your excuse going to be in 2024? There shouldn't be one. Get out of lower gear. Let Men's Tea Clinic help. The very best in the business Get that weekend warrior attitude back and the full body wellness. 
Menstclinic.com, five convenient locations, menstclinic.com or 972-GO-MENS-TEA. Why isn't the rat race more racy? Road construction completely shutting down the Southwest Freeway. Drive slow. Drive slow anyway, enjoy your time crawling through Houston road construction with more Sean Salisbury on Sports Talk 790. DA got that dope. Ice water turn Atlantic. Night calling in a phantom. Told them, hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, felt the mansion. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drive a coupe, you can stand it. undercover. I'm an ass and we love her. Guess we all been for each Welcome back to the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean, Brian, and Triple E. Talking NFC Championship, AFC Championships. Ravens fall. So do the Lions. It's a 49ers and Chiefs Super Bowl in Las Vegas. 713-212-579. Let's get back out to the phones and talk to Roger. Roger, good morning. Good morning, guys. I uh, got a quick comparison and a, maybe a proposal for you guys. So here's my comparison. Uh, I would, You know, it's fun to look at these guys and compare them. And, uh, you know, uh, when um, when Jackson was struggling back in the fourth quarter in that two-minute offense and uh, he just couldn't get it going, he couldn't, he was getting kind of rattled. And you couldn't help but put, you know, insert CJ in that same situation. And you would think he would be just a little bit more accurate. It's just fun to do. It's just something I, you know, we all do it. So that's just one thing I had. And another is a proposal. Uh, how about a, a, a 790 Houston sports roundtable discussion in which, uh, I don't know, maybe some guys can call in and win win a chance to uh, talk to you guys in a roundtable uh, format and uh, just go over, you know, discuss topics of, of course, Houston sports, maybe the future of the landscape of sports and just whatever topics y'all guys come up with and i think it would be fun all right guys have a good one be safe out there thanks roger you as well didn't you used to do yes, round table, yes Sean? then covid hit and they did it and i it's okay and then you had to mask it. up yeah, no I, I don't i don't mask up um anyway yeah. they uh i'll bring them back roger because i used to treat you know we'd have 12 to 15 people you know every other week once a month um go to a rest different restaurant and my treat and we'd go out there and everybody sit around just talk sports and laugh and life and we loved it and had a good time whether it was breakfast before games on saturday or in college football season or a dinner watching the astros at a getting wings and cold beer so yeah it's time to to rebring that back because it was met some neat cool new friends yeah that's the only way you got a chance to meet them other than talk to them like that face with the name right it was yeah. fun so yeah, Roger, that, that's a good idea. I've been saying I'm going to bring it back, and I think we should bring back. And we simply, we did call it a roundtable. That's what I called it. So great idea, and uh, it's time to bring it back and get big groups out there and chance for other people to meet other people. And maybe there's synergy for them and their business or friendship as well. So appreciate it, Roger. Let's go to Biscuit. Biscuit, how was the birthday weekend, or is it still your birthday month or whatever you want to call it? <laughs> Still at it, my brother. Lakers tonight. <laughs> That's know. right. That's, That's right. right. You're at a Toyota Center. That's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, Sean, Lodima. And, and you have to be careful when you watch the games and you, at the end and you analyze them and stuff is not to take away from the team that won the game. You know, the, uh, you know, Kansas City did what they had to do and, you know, 49ers made a great comeback. But, Sean, it just always seems like in, in, in sports, is it's not so much one team wins is that the other team loses it. 
and for whatever reason, you know, with the Ravens game, it was it seemed like they were just too emotional. You know, I mean, so many self-inflicted wounds, penalties, turnovers. You're like, just calm down. And then in the other game, I don't know, Sean. This, this, this. I always think back to Al McGuire when he won the national championship, and he talked about the year before that as a coach, he did some things to put his team in a position, and then they end up losing, and he took the loss. If you just kick the field goal, Sean, you go up three scores. That's what I'm thinking. If I go up three scores, they got to score three times to beat us. But when you don't kick it, and then now a fluke thing happened, the ball bounced on somebody, and they score now. It's a one-score game. The pressure's on. And it just seemed like Dan Campbell just was so stubborn, man. Yeah, you've been going doing it all year. But sometimes you have to be a little flexible. Oh, you got to be and, flexible and, all the time. I'm with you, Biscuit. You're right, man. P- pressure. Kick the field goal. Yeah, pressure. Kick it. Pre- regardless of how you got there, doesn't mean you got to do it the same way every time. Matter of fact, you actually got to adjust and do it different ways all the time. And I love Dan, but to me, I think they outcuted them. So I think they they you, you, they got a little too cute for me. And I, I can tell you, having been in playoff games like that, the pressure, no matter what people want to say, pressure. In ex- experience and being able to deal with pressure matters and advantage 49ers, right? Because they, they're yeah. here every year, it seems, and Detroit hasn't sniffed it in a long time. Regardless of what people say, the choke factor in decisions, physical, mental, emotional performances kicks in, and it's okay to... No, no player likes to hear it or coach, but sometimes you get too caught up in all the hype and the momentum of a game instead of saying, what gives my team the best chance to win? And that yeah. wasn't it. That day, yesterday, that was not it. And re- this, I mean, the, the, the Detroit fans, I can't just imagine the people in Detroit. They were just this close. They've never been to Super Bowl before, Sean. They were this close. Yep. And Biscuit, you know what? You make a good point about, you know, in situations like this, just limit, you know, self-inflicted problems. I a lot of times think of the play. You know, we talk all year about the team that makes the most plays will win. And then that's both all four teams at at some point there was plays made. Lamar stepping out and throwing the touchdown pass. Mahomes making a run and a, just a little bloop pass to get a first down to Kelsey. All those little things in the flat that you do during the game. I'm going to tell you what it is in the play in the postseason, and it'll happen in the Super Bowl. It's not who makes the most plays. It's going to be who makes the least amount of mistakes. And there's a difference. That's it. There's a big difference. Plays are going to be made all over. Every single snap, somebody's making a play. It's going to be the team that makes the most mistakes that'll lose, even if they made the most plays as well. So that's where it comes in. Do you limit your mistakes? Those are the things that kill you in big games like this. It's not the simple fact you didn't make a play. Now, a guy's wide open, boom. But I'm not so sure that's not on the playmaking thing. That's on the I didn't make the play we saw it when the 49ers were in this situation last time in the Super Bowl. They didn't make plays in the last. They made mistakes in the fourth quarter, which allowed Kansas City to come back and win. It's, it's, it's some, like you say, Sean, it just always goes back to control what you can control. Right. And you'll be in every game with good players. Yes, always. <laughs> and that's what Belichick was so great at, what Brady and Belichick, the combo is they didn't beat themselves. Don't beat yourself. Four. Get the ball back over the net. Let's yep. see if they hit it back. 
Agree. If you're going to throw your ball over the fence, make sure you can go get it. And unfortunately, they didn't yesterday in that in that game. In both of them, they got a little out of character, which cost them. And the two teams that didn't and went and, and decided to hang and, and hang in there and and more physical for Kansas City and just made less mistakes in the second half in, in uh, San Francisco. And they're the ones who get that trip to Vegas in two weeks. It's going to be a fun watch. Great point, man. And happy birthday. Enjoy those Lakers and Rockets tonight, buddy. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for the call, Biscuit. Let's get to the top of the hour. And, uh, you know, we're talking about those mistakes. Again, I teased it last segment. One thing I really want to hit on, Sean, is the uh, lack of physicality from the Ravens. I mean, it was complete polar opposites of what we saw against the Texans. And and you saw that with the defense of the 49ers, too, in the first half. Boy, they got to get better. Second half adjustments, key to this game. Let's talk about it next on Sports Talk 790. But first, let's talk about a brand new vehicle from Classic Elite Buick GMC. $12,000 off GMC Sierra 1500s with rates as low as 0.9%. $3,500 off Yukons and Yukon XLs. $8,000 off the 2023 Enclave. It's off the Katy Freeway just west of Highway 6. So get out there to Classic Elite. Buick GMC. Check out the Sierra 1500s, the Yukons, the Yukon XLs, the Enclaves. They've got so much more. You can also check out the inventory in person or online at ClassicEliteBuickGMC.com. You get elite inventory, elite customer service, and elite pricing for you as you look for your next vehicle from Classic Elite Buick GMC. You get a lifetime engine guarantee, a lifetime of car washes, and two years of free maintenance. Once again, it's off the Katy Freeway, just west of Highway 6. Head over to Classic Elite Buick GMC. You cannot go wrong with the best dealership in the state of Texas. When you get there, ask for Jeff or Tiffany Sebastian. Tell them that Brian Lalima sent you, and together, let's drive. KBME Houston. KTVZ HD2 Houston. And I Heart Radio Station. How about the Mastos? And the Rockets? This is Sports Talk 790. Your home for your home teams. Driven by the classic elite Buick GMC Studios for the elite car buying experience. Salisbury. Houston. Okay, let's do this. Sean Salisbury. Longtime friend Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Go Lobos. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop chop, it says I'm gonna win big. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. 802 here in Houston, Texas. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Manuel Elmore. Rockets and Lakers tonight at the Toyota Center. 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790. Your home for Rockets basketball. Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers beat the Lions. The Super Bowl is set. Gerard Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Texans, getting more interview requests this time from the Tampa Bay Bucks for their open offensive coordinator position. Talking about these championship games yesterday on Championship Sunday. The Ravens lose to the Chiefs 17-10. Their physicality was nowhere to be found, Sean. I mean, they they could not. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know, man. They, they could not stop shooting themselves in the foot. 
Lamar Jackson didn't play well. I think they only rushed the football 16 times. 16 carries. Well, they had five carries with running backs. Five. A team that's the best rushing team in the NFL. And the Texans found that out to the tune of 200-plus. The quarterback had eight carries. Flowers had two. That's 10 of the 16 total carries. I take it back. Let's see. Boom, boom. Six carries. Five or six carries. I think it was six. Eight. Eight. You had Gus Edwards, three. Zay Flowers, two. Justice Hill, three. Zay Flowers is not a running back. I'm talking about the running back position. Oh, just clear running back. So six. So six of them. (laughs) First off, 16 is not enough. I think we said last week, if they throw the ball around 40 can they but if they don't if they rush it under 20 times something's not right yeah it was one of the questions you asked me and i said the chiefs are going to win there you go and that's what and happened the what if uh six six rushing attempts the game was within one score for the majority i mean it was you know, the game was not like it was a 40 point blowout i don't understand what todd munkin and the group was saying and here i do get the kansas city chiefs can in both of them and when i said it, when when dan campbell had mentioned in the 49er game we, we wanted to go there because this team grinds it out and grinds it out, drives, hits the guy in the flat, does it. Kansas City and San Francisco, very similar. Dan Campbell's talking about that, about how they wear you out, you know, by just killing the clock at the end why he kicked it, why he didn't kick it and he went for it because he didn't know if he'd get the ball back. But Kansas City does the same thing. You're with them and they get it and you may not see the ball again. They can score quick, but they've become this year more methodical. 15 play drive. You know what I'm saying? Where it's not just the big home run to Tyreek Hill. You're, you're doing a lot of the third and four, second and two, and getting it done. I don't understand, and you know how I rave about Todd Munkin. What happened that got them out of that physical mode that you asked? Why? Well, Kansas City had a lot to do with it because defensively they were far and away more physical than any unit in the postseason these last, of these last four teams that played. Their defensive unit is they were nasty. And I, and I don't, in a game that close, why'd you get out of doing what you do? Yeah, I, they went away from everything. Lamar should have carried it more than eight times. Mm-hmm. And that running game has to be a little more physical at the point of attack. And I understand, well, Kansas City was winning that battle. But Baltimore hasn't let anybody win that battle all year long. So I'm not saying you force it down their throat on third and seven, you run. But you didn't need to abandon it and throw. And you didn't have a lot of plays. I mean, what? 37 throws and 16, 47, what's that, like uh, 50-some plays that they, that they ran. Uh, you'd like to run about 10 or 15 more. But you just got away from both teams. Kind of got away, the losing teams got away from what they're doing. And both of them have, I mean, the majority of the game for Baltimore, they never really got into a rhythm in, in Detroit's second half. So, And both of those teams are capable of 12-minute drives to kill a clock. So I get the thought. But if I'm Baltimore, if you want to go by what brung you, mm-hmm. what brung him is MVP-type play from a quarterback, and a defense that runs around and hits you in the mouth, and a running game that wears you out. What do we say? Good quarterback play. Who's more physical? The offensive side of the ball for the 49ers was more physical. Their defense was fortunate. I mean, they weren't. They're lucky they made some plays offensively and got a couple bounces into Detroit you know, did not win. Did not win this game, but quarterback play and physicality. Who played better in the at quarterback, Purdy or Golf? Even though Golf played, who played better? Golf played really well, but Purdy made it happen when needed. That's it for damn made sure. Made bigger plays in a game. Bigger plays, yeah. And he, you know what he did? He did with his legs. Right. His legs. And who played better at quarterback in the other game? 
Uh, Patrick Mahomes. 30 or 39. Mm-hmm. And didn't throw red zone. So, and, and, and that's not to say the other, Listen, Goff and Jackson are phenomenal. But physical and getting McCaffrey some space and Purdy making it with his legs more physical and Kansas City far more physical in the game. And you took away what Baltimore does best. Run the, run the ball and play physical on both sides of the ball. And they tried to finesse him a little too much and it didn't work. Missed too many of them. It's just like we talked about going into the college football playoff. Who's going to be the more physical team? And Baltimore was not that team yesterday. Quarterback play, physicality. If you get both, you got a chance to win them. And both of those teams going into yep. it got both. Let's get out to the phone lines once again. Talk to Cody. Cody, good morning. Thanks for holding. Good morning. How we doing? So I want to I want to give my uh, early Super Bowl prediction. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the uh, 49ers money line. But if you like the 49ers, I'd wait a few days to a week because this reminds me a lot of last year's Super Bowl. Where if you look at the numbers, um, the Chiefs opened up as I think two two and a half point favorites over the Eagles, and it just took a few days for the Eagles to be two and a half favorites. So I think it's I think that's going to happen this year too, as you see uh, the Chiefs open as two and a half point underdogs. Just give it a few days to a week, and I think they'll be testing at least minus one. So if you like the 49ers, I'd wait, and then just going over the teams if you look at it. Um, in the 2020 Super Bowl, the uh, 49ers had Jimmy G, and I think Purdy's, I mean, obviously a pretty big upgrade from Jimmy G. And then if you look at the running back position, they had Mostert, and then obviously CMC is an upgrade over Mostert. So um, I just don't think the Chiefs can handle that firepower for all four quarters. And let me know what y'all think. Thank yeah, you, Cody. My early thoughts are today, San Francisco wins a game, mm-hmm. but I also know that we went the other teams built, they just KBME Houston, KTBZ HD2 Houston, and I Heart Radio Station. How about the Masters? And the Rockets! This is Sports Talk 790, your home for your home teams, driven by the classic elite Buick GMC Studios for the elite car buying experience. Salisbury. Houston. Okay, let's do this. Sean Salisbury. Ryan LaLima. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. 802 here in Houston, Texas. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Manuel Elmore. Rockets and Lakers tonight at the Toyota Center. 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790. Your home for Rockets basketball. Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers beat the Lions. The Super Bowl is set. Gerard Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Texans, getting more interview requests this time from the Tampa Bay Bucks for their open offensive coordinator position. Talking about these championship games yesterday on Championship Sunday. The Ravens. Lose to the Chiefs 17-10. Their physicality was nowhere to be found, Sean. I mean, they they could not... I don't know, man. They, they could not stop shooting themselves in the foot. Lamar Jackson didn't play well. I think they only rushed the football 16 times. 16 carries. Well, they had five carries with running backs. Five. A team that's the best rushing team in the NFL. 
and the Texans found that out to the tune of 200-plus. The quarterback had eight carries. Flowers had two. That's 10 of the 16 total carries. I take it back. Let's see. Boom, boom. Six carries. Five or six carries. I think it was six. Eight. Eight. You had Gus Edwards, three. Zay Flowers, two. Justice Hill, three. Zay Flowers is not a running back. I'm talking about the running back position. Oh, just clear running back. So six. So six of them. (laughs) First off, 16 is not enough. I think we said last week, if they throw the ball... Around forty, can they? But if they don't, if they rush it under twenty times, something's not right. Yeah, it was one of the questions you asked me, and I said the Chiefs are going to win. There you go. And that's what and happened. The what if? Uh, six six rushing attempts. The game was within one score for the majority. I mean, it was you, the game. It's not like it was a forty point blowout. I don't understand what Todd Munkin and the group was saying. And here I do get the Kansas City Chiefs can in both of them. And when I said when when Dan Campbell had mentioned in the Forty Nine er game. We, we wanted to go there because this team grinds it out and grinds it out, drives, hits the guy in the flat, does it. Kansas City and San Francisco, very similar. Dan Campbell's talking about that, about how they wear you out, you know, by just killing the clock at the end why he kicked it, why he didn't kick it and he went for it because he didn't know if he'd get the ball back. But Kansas City does the same thing. You're with them, and they get it, and you may not see the ball again. They can score quick, but they've become this year more methodical, 15 play you know what i'm saying where it's not just the big home run to tyreek hill you're you're doing a lot of the third and four second and two and getting it done i don't understand and you know how i rave about todd munkin what happened that got them out of that physical mode that you asked why well kansas city had a lot to do with it because defensively they were far and away more physical than any unit in the postseason these last of these last four teams that played their defensive unit is they were nasty. And I, and I don't, in a game that close, why'd you get out of doing what you do? Yeah, I, they went away from everything. Lamar should have carried it more than eight times. Mm-hmm. And that running game has to be a little more physical at the point of attack. And I understand, well, Kansas City was winning that battle. But Baltimore hasn't let anybody win that battle all year long. So I'm not saying you force it down their throat on third and seven, you run. But you didn't need to abandon it and throw. And you didn't have a lot of plays. I mean, what? 37 throws and 16, 47, what's that, like uh, 50-some plays that they that they ran. Uh, you'd like to run about 10 or 15 more. But you just got away from both teams. Kind of got away, the losing teams got away from what they're doing. And both of them have, I mean, the majority of the game for Baltimore, they never really got into a rhythm in, in Detroit's second half. So, And both of those teams are capable of 12-minute drives to kill a clock. So I get the thought. But if I'm Baltimore, if you want to go by what brung you, mm-hmm. what brung him is MVP-type play from a quarterback, and a defense that runs around and hits you in the mouth, and a running game that wears you out. What do we say? Good quarterback play. Who's more physical? The offensive side of the ball for the 49ers was more physical. Their defense was fortunate. I mean, they weren't. They're lucky they made some plays offensively and got a couple bounces into Detroit you know, did not win did not win this game. But quarterback play and physicality. Who played better in the at quarterback? Purdy or Goff? Even though Goff played who played better? Goff played really well, but Purdy made it happen when needed. That's it for damn made sure. Made bigger plays in a game. Bigger plays, yeah. And he, you know what he did? He did with his legs. Right. His legs. And who played better at quarterback in the other game? Uh, Patrick Mahomes. 30-39. Mm-hmm. And didn't throw red zone. So, and, and, and that's not to say the other. Listen, Goff and Jackson are phenomenal. But physical and... Getting McCaffrey some space and Purdy making it with his legs more physical and 
Kansas City far more physical in the game, and you took away what Baltimore does best: run the bo- run the ball and play physical on both sides of the ball. And they tried to finesse him a little too much, and it didn't work. Missed too many of them. It's just like we talked about going into the college football playoff. Who's going to be the more physical team? And Baltimore was not that team yesterday. Quarterback play, physicality. If you get both, you got a chance to win them. And both of those teams going into yep. it got both. Let's get out to the phone lines once again. Talk to Cody. Cody, good morning. Thanks for holding. Good morning. How we doing? So I want to I want to give my uh, early Super Bowl prediction. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the uh, 49ers money line. But if you like the 49ers, I'd wait a few days to a week. Because this reminds me a lot of last year's Super Bowl, where if you look at the numbers, um, the Chiefs opened up as, I think, two, two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Eagles. And it just took a few days for the Eagles to be two-and-a-half favorites. So I think it's I think that's going to happen this year, too. As you see, uh, the Chiefs opened as two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Just give it a few days to a week, and I think they'll be testing at least minus one. So if you like the 49ers, I'd wait. And then just going over the teams, if you look at it, um, in the 2020 Super Bowl, the uh, 49ers had Jimmy G. And I think Purdy's, I mean, obviously a pretty big upgrade from Jimmy G. And then if you look at the running back position, they had Mostert. And then obviously CMC is an upgrade over Mostert. So um, I just don't think the Chiefs can handle that firepower for all four quarters. And let me know what y'all think. Thank you, Cody. My early thoughts are today San Francisco wins a game. Mm -hmm. But I also know that we went – the other teams built – the quarterback's different, man. He just is. But I can tell you this, and he's right. Purdy wouldn't – there was a couple throws in the Super Bowl that Jimmy missed. Purdy won't miss those throws that had a chance in the fourth quarter. And if you make one of them or two of them, you probably win. And I understand the ifs happen all the time. And there is no doubt, as fast and good as Mostert is, you're dealing with a whole different ball game here now. Yeah. And all the motioning and formations. But Andy will have them ready. Why? Because he does the same thing. Motion, move, shift. I mean, three tight ends, one tight end, two tight ends, three. I mean, they're all over the place with personnel groupings. And I, I San Francisco really favored. I like them, too. I think, well, their roster's better. They're a better team. But I can tell you, the difference is going to come. You better, both quarterbacks are capable in offense of destroying your defense. Kansas City's defense is a better defense than San Francisco's. And if I told you that at the beginning of the year, you'd have looked at me like I was on crack. Yeah, I would have said, let me get some of that. Right. And they have, as a group, the sum, of the, the, the sum is much better than the sum right now with San Francisco, the way they're mm-hmm. playing. Now, the San Francisco parts are better than a lot of them because they're Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, Bosa. There's a stud and a, a Pro Bowl-type player all over the place. Both have offenses. Personnel-wise, the 49ers are better. But we've heard that for two straight weeks with the Chiefs. Right. Two straight weeks with the Chiefs. Uh, that guy quarterback and that tight end make up for about three players. So, But the physicality on defense, San Francisco is going to have to improve on. I don't know if the line's going to shift to the favorite being uh, Kansas City because of Mahomes. To me, it's because of the defense. If it shifts, it's going to be a pick em. Or, you know, a, a point, point and a half for San Francisco for the longest time. We'll see what the Sharps do as we get closer and hold off on that as well. Because it's not going the other way. There's not going to be five-point favorites yeah, for no. the 49ers. I think so it'll be two and a half It's going to hover within, yeah. the, within two to three points either way. It's going to hover. And they, like I said, 49ers now have this chance. And their running game is far better than it was. Even though it's always good, they got a more dynamic. They got the best running back in the league. And Purdy's better than, than uh, what they took to the table last time. So we'll see. But... 
Um, it's going to be a blast, but they've got to get better on defense. And if they don't maul Kelsey, hell, you might want to put Kittle at outside linebacker and let him clutch and grab. I'm joking, but you get my point. He has free reign. You better get to that quarterback, and Chase Young better elevate his play too. Do you think the NFL is rigged? Uh, no. But? I don't think it's rigged. Uh-huh. But do I think... This isn't like well, they're gambling. I don't mean that the referees are gambling on it or anything like that. If you're asking me if I think the referees know what the NFL wants, let me put this as subtle as I possibly can, like yeah. a punch to the face. Mm-hmm. Do I think going in they know what the NFL would like? Mm-hmm. Sure I do. Do I think you err on the side of stars, the biggest stars, and what gives us the... Of course I do. Do I think right now we know that the Chiefs are beating the 49ers because that's who they want? Now, I don't know if they want them more than the 49ers, but all the pub and pomp and circumstance. I I, I would say that they have a pretty good idea how the NFL thinks. Yeah. Let me just put it to you that way. So there was a certain play that's blowing up on social media, and they've got video of, of a ref not making a call, not throwing a flag when it looked like he grabbed for the flag but held off. And obviously the Taylor Swift factor is in there. The 49ers factor is in there. Close to Vegas. Storied franchise. So forth and so on. So I want to talk about that and get your thoughts and on. Don't you always wonder how these guys in Vegas set these lines and all of a sudden just... That, that they're within this, a, yeah. I mean, most of the time they're so close. How? Yeah. How? That's another part that I was going to ask I'm not you saying about. it's rigged, but I do believe humans know what the other human wants. Right. So let's talk about that next right here on the Sean Salisbury Show. And look... There are plenty of golf apparel companies out there. There's tons of golf shirts out on the market, but finding quality in a style that fits you is hard. Well, don't look further than Kobe Stevens Golf Apparel at KobeStevens.com. You can get the best golf apparel and golf wear around. Not only will you look good and feel good, but in Kobe Stevens Golf Apparel, you know you're going to get the best quality and designs out there. Kobe Stevens and myself have been working together for a really long time, and we wanted to live you, deliver to you that quality design that you want. So head over to KobeStevens.com right now. Talking about those golf polos, it's buy one, get one right now. Buy one polo, get one free with the code BOGO POLO right there at KobeStevens.com. If you don't want a polo, Get one of their hoodies. It's still hoodie season. The winter season rolling along here in the city of Houston. They've got hats. Of course, they've got the polos. They've got pants, shorts, T-shirts, beanies, ladies in a youth line, and a super savings as well, 50 to 75% off. And it's all right there for you at KobeStevens.com. They support first responders, the veteran community, whether it's wounded, uh, retired, or active duty military. They all support all of those at Kobe Stevens Golf Apparel. You don't have to be a golfer to wear Kobe Stevens Golf Apparel. That's the base. That's where it started, but it's a lifestyle brand for everyone. Head over to KobeStevens.com. Look good, feel good, play good with Kobe Stevens Golf Apparel. This is Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Jalen for a three-ball. And he knocks it down. Sean Salisbury continues now on Sports Talk 790. Home for your Rockies. On the Sean Salisbury Show, Sports Talk 790, Monday morning. Sean Bryan and Triple E, Rockets hosting the Lakers tonight at the Toyota Center, 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad right here on 790, your home. For Rockets basketball, Chiefs beat the Ravens, 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. Gerard Johnson 
Quarterback coach for the Texans getting more interview requests, this time from the Tampa Bay Bucks for their open offensive coordinator position. Let's talk to Tony over in Angleton. Tony, good morning. <clears throat> good morning. Um, these games yesterday, <laughs> first of all, let's start off with the afternoon, the late game. Um, listen, 49ers were the better team from the, from the jump. They were the better team. The Lions just don't know how to win yet. They're a young team. But Dan Campbell, man, you got to kick. You got to take the points, man. In 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 the playoffs, you got to take the points. When you get a chance to take points, it's not a, you know, it's it's half a touchdown. You know, you take the point, take the field goal, dude. Play some defense. I don't I don't get it. Uh, the first game, um, quarterback and the coach. Quarterback and the coach. It's always the quarterback and the coach. In this case, for the Chiefs, it was their defensive whole defensive. Their coordinator and their whole staff. Listen, they 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 had Lamar Miller, Lamar Jackson, completely discombobulated. Man, he 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 didn't know where it was coming from. Uh, he was confused. Um, we we all we talk about they didn't get it done. They didn't get it done. They didn't get it done for a reason. Uh, Sean was right, man. Kansas City's defense is better than than the than the Forty Nineers. That's why I'm taking them in the Super Bowl. Thank you, Tony. Tony, good stuff, man. Good approach and good good points. Listen, uh, and this is no slight on Lamar Jackson. He's he's been a phenomenal player and was gonna is gonna win his MVP a second one. And there you he did not play well yesterday, and, and unfortunately for him, that's gonna kick in with a narrative. Excuse me. Because it kicks in with Dak, it kicks in with Josh Allen. And Allen's played well in playoff games, but his team hasn't been able to advance to February, right? He'll be out hitting golf balls at Pebble Beach this week playing in, in, in that stuff. Yeah. And he's a hell of a player. A lot of hellified players don't play in Super Bowls or don't get to that point. But I will tell you this, and you can slice it, get as mad as you want. Even the great Joe Burrow got to stay on the field, get healthy, and he's shown flashes of being a guy like Mahomes, right? As has Allen, as has Lamar Jackson. But the ability, listen, doesn't all, don't all of them have greatness a, a lot of times regularly mm -hmm. the good ones most of the time the pretty good ones more than some of the time and the average ones come and go up and down dow jonesers the sustained greatness in big moments not regularly i'm just talking about in the playoffs sustained greatness is uh is hard to come by i will tell you this and you can you can call me and check me anytime you want and i've tried to find somebody that's better than patrick mahomes currently i'm not talking about brady i'm talking about as we're playing now it just goes to show you in in nut cutting highest pressure situations, the distance between him and the rest of the world, offense at the quarterback position. I didn't say he's obviously talented, but the ability to quiet and clear your mind of the clutter and make clutch plays when it matters and save me. Well, he's got Kelsey. Well, he's got Diggs. He's got Andrews. He's got. I mean, I can go through every. He's got McCaffrey. Everybody's got one of them. Other than a couple teams at the bottom, but they make the playoffs. You got players that Patrick Mahomes is just better than the rest of the guys in this situation. He just is, mm -hmm. and you could say it. And you know what the truth is? In these moments, in these high pressure moments, he's not going to win fifteen Super Bowls, but he's going to give himself as long as he's in the league. You got a chance every year. He's just better than your quarterback, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Minnesota, go, go the, the whole league. When it comes to this, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And the truth is, if, he, if they, Andy wanted him to, he could throw for 8 million yards, probably be the MVP in contention every year as well. But these, I'm talking about when January hits. Your quarterback, now that doesn't mean Purdy can't go beat him. He may have a good game because San Francisco got a better roster, but I keep hearing that. 15 is the great equalizer if they're ever underdogs, and they ain't underdogs much. They, the, he's just better. And no matter how we slice it, what his mechanics look like at times, all that stuff, the goofy-ass voice, all of it, he's just better. He just is. You, and, and I got news for you. This is Kansas City, Roy, Kansas City uh, Chiefs fatigue. Between him, Kelsey, and her, and, I, and, and, and Taylor Swift, which I, I don't be, listen, they're capitalizing on all of it. Good for them. But they're, the fact of the matter is, is that this team has got the fatigue's going crazy, so it's going to bother us even more. But sift through the fatigue. We were fatigued when the Patriots kept going. But you know what fatigue means? They sustain greatness all the time. They bore you with greatness because it's like, here they are again. They don't deserve to be here. Yeah, they do. And a lot of it has to do with the other side of the ball this year on defense. But when it gets to Mahomes, I don't care how good their defense is. If Mahomes plays bad, they'll get beat. If he makes, but guess what? He's not going to do in the Super Bowl. He may not make every play. He won't play bad. Moments he might. He'll find a way to make a bunch of plays. Right. He's just better in every city where your quarterback is. The guy, and here too. Now Stroud may end up. One, he could turn, turn into one, maybe. But right now, he's better than all of them. And that's just the simple facts. There's no question. And either. you can d- dislike the fatigue and all that. It drives you crazy, all the commercials. But I'll tell you what the commercials don't do to him. Sidetrack his ass from going out and winning in the biggest friggin' moments. And if Andy's wise and loves football and you, and, and you don't want to retire, don't. Because you're going to be playing in this moment, this late in the season, 15 more times. The guy, It's not going to be that many more years. But you get my point. Another decade of it? He's 28. He's 28. He retires today. He's a, he, he is on the Mount Rushmore quarterbacks already. I just, and we, and I, that's not hyperbole. That's how good he no. is. I always try to find, well, somebody else may be better. They're just not. They're just not better, no not, matter how you slice it. Not currently. Yep. Well, let's talk to Andy. Andy, good morning. Hey, guys. How at that uh, game manager in San Francisco? Yeah, he's pretty good, oh, isn't he? I'll Not say, bad. I'll take yeah. him. Yeah, he's pretty good. Hey, Sean, did you look at his second-half stats yet? I looked at everything, man. The guy was in every single – I mean, I love the guy, and I swear by him. And I love that he's in this moment against Mahomes and that he earned it and he made plays with his feet. The narrative, uh, the narrative on him is so ridiculous. It's, it's brutal. Second half under pressure, the guy played his best football, as always. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, he was 13 for 16, 174 yards, TD, and probably about 45 of those rushing yards came in the second half. Ryan Clark, what wonder what Ryan Clark's going to say now. I- I'm going to tell you something about Lamar. The interception he threw was one of the most horrible interceptions I've seen in a while. He threw it seven or eight yards underneath the receiver, and there was three Chiefs within 
five yards of the receiver. I don't know what he saw. It, it was like desperation. That's kind of like when frustration sets in and you're not doing nothing. And you you just said, you say, I'm just going to heave it up here. But he didn't give his guy a chance to catch the ball. That, that was, that, you can't do that in the playoffs. You can't do that in any game, but you can't do that in the playoffs in a close game. And now he's got six picks in six playoff games. And, and, and that game changer, game manager, has five touchdowns and one pick in his playoff games. Guys, have a good day. Thank you, Andy. Thanks. Yeah, I listen. There, there are certain things you can and can't. Lamar has not played his best foot. His his postseason does not match his regular season play, and that's not taken away. The guy's a phenomenal player, but it's it's those seventeen games in the regular season. He is if he, if he doesn't play better now, he put it on the Texans. But in order to the one playoff game for a guy like that's not enough. They they want February play, and and he was outplayed in his game, and and Purdy outplayed golf. Well, golf played pretty well, but Purdy outplayed. Detroit's defense and took advantage of poor decisions by uh, Detroit in the second half by coaching and players. And it, uh, I'll take a game manager all day. Mahomes was a great game manager, 30 or 39 for less than 250 or whatever. That's yeah. a good game manager. I think so. And then Brock Purdy's uh, supposedly, in air quotes, been that guy yeah. since he's come in the league two years. And he's been to the AFC. If it was anybody, I'm just telling you the narrative. If he was a first round pick, it would, we'd, we'd be Brock Purdy. We, he'd be doing commercials all over the place. But we seventh pick of the seventh round pick can't yeah. give him this. And every single time, for the most part, he's in games like this. He's now beaten six playoff teams this year. I believe six of the teams in the playoffs he hasn't lost. And that's not just him; it's his team. But he had to overcome a bad defense yesterday. They were not good. No. And he distributed the ball and made plays with his feet. Looked pretty spectacular. I'll take a game manager like that all day long, every day. Yeah. And he's going to have to play like that and even better when he plays number 15 in two weeks. Yeah. Al, we'll get to you on the other side of the break. Is the NFL rigged? Next, Sports Talk 790. Man, I loved playoff prize picks. Love it. And what a day. You get into it. Listen, hey, let's put it out there. I want more or less. And you can do it. I'd pop on with me, man. Go to at Sean Unfiltered. You listen right here. I'm going to be doing a lot of social media with prize picks, and also right here, you get to hear them. Prize picks is as fun as you're going to have, and you got a chance to make money 25 times your money. And basketball's right around the corner, at least when I say that, when football's over, basketball's already going. You can play during that basketball season to pick combo projections across both sports, and why not? Select two or more players, pick whether it's more or less on their projection, and place your entry. Turn $10 into $250, just a few taps. It's easy gameplay with quick uh, withdrawals and enormous selection of players and stat options. This is all what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Come on and challenge me. Let's do this. And Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy platform with an insurance uh, policy. It's an injury insurance policy, which protects you and keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Love it. So join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans and growing. And they've already signed up. Jump on in right now. Prize Picks is going to match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Just visit prizepicks.com slash sports talk and use the code sports talk. That's sports talk at prizepicks.com slash sports talk. That's where you go. And for a first deposit, it'll be matched up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Come on. Take, take, take. Barrels his way to the basket. Off the window and in. Hey, it's Jay Sean Tate. Back to the Sean Salisbury Show. Sports Talk 790, flagship station of your Rockets. You are now listening to the Hot 
You know, Sean, I was looking at some of these box scores for the Chiefs and Ravens game, obviously for the 49ers and Lions game. And one statistic I didn't see on here uh, in regards to the play calling for the Chiefs is uh, for Andy Reid, um, obviously offensive genius, right? We know that it's been talked about. He's been calling plays, dialing up good play after good play after good play. I didn't see uh, the statistic known as cooking in here. And he uh, one for one of letting Patrick Mahomes cook. You know That's what? 100%, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think what he did. I, nice. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate That's it. great. Yep. I, here's what I think. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. he goes in pregame speech, says he looks at Mahomes and looks at Kelsey, says, we'll let you guys cook. Just get out there and cook. Go cook. Mm-hmm. Yep. Russell Wilson, great, not the only one what, that can what, cook. What a great speech, huh? I know. My, they cooked. They did cook. That defense was cooking, too, now. It was 17-7 and a half. Yep. They go in there, and he look, fellas, we need more points. Just get out there and cook. But you got to let them cook. Mm-hmm. And they cooked. Kansas City didn't even score any points in the second half. <laughs> they won 17-7. Defense oh was phenomenal. Hey, <laughs> who won the national title? Uh, Michigan. Yeah. The Wolverines. Who'd they beat? Uh, they beat Washington. One a little more physical than the other line scrimmage. Yeah, Michigan was. Yeah, and and let this be a lesson. If you're the if you're our San Francisco, you go you go wide, and they're going to watch this game a million times. Of course, this 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 uh, playoff game that was yesterday. But if you're you, you might want to go, and I know everybody's going to spend time talking about Mahomes and Kelsey, and rightfully so. But you better find some answers for the other side of how you're going to attack that defense and then for for your uh for your defense you damn well better find a way to limit some not just chunk plays but if you're giving up six seven yards on first down mm-hmm. you are playing into the wrong hands if you want to come away yeah. with that one yet their roster's better <laughs> just that's why it's so it's such a trip yeah that player for player they're far better but the results are just always different when 15 yeah, and Andy Reid are making those plays. Man. He's the equalizer. He sure is. That's for sure. Let's talk to Better Al cook, on the right? south side. Yeah, man. That's what you got to do. I like that. Al, thanks for holding, man. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guy? Hey, I'm going to make a couple of points here, Sean and Brian. You right. I think it is kind of inflated the NFL with the Taylor Swift because obviously look how many times they show her doing the um, Kansas City Chiefs game. And that, 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 that that's right about that call because the defender wrapped around the guy when Lamar Jackson broke contain and threw the pass. The 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 defender grabbed around the dude race. He actually hugged him like a bear, and then the ball didn't even get to him. And, and while he was hugging him, pulled the ball even got there. So that was clear there was a flag. A lot of times that get misnoted, but I'm with you. I believe that. But my point is this, Sean. I'm gonna just call it what I see it, and I think we gave up. Uh, and to read some blueprint on uh, Lamar Jackson. The Houston Texans for that second quarter, we blitzed like you no know, Domingo Ryan did never blitz before. But we let up, and we didn't, you know, control the middle part where he broke and took out running. Kansas City, they blitzed him up the middle and didn't let him get to the outside edges. And I believe this, and I heard another Hall of Famer player, I don't need to say no name, mentioned this last night, Sean. Teams still believe Lamar Jackson cannot beat them with their with his horn. It's a lot of times stuff is hid by the running game, and they've been doing a well job of that. And I think 
his arm, we kind of snipped a little bit of that, but we got away from that. Hopefully we'll learn from that. And I, I preached this for a week straight. It's one in the trenches, Sean, and I agree with you. Break the bank for that dude on defender for the defensive end for the Chiefs. Uh, what's, what the guy's name is? Chris Jones. Uh, yeah, if you can get him away from Kansas City. I hear you. Sean, and you know this. You don't have to get a sack. You don't. Have to, you need to just change people's positions on offense to make them take a step that they shouldn't have to where the impact can get the tackle or whatever. It's just the nuance in between the lines off your step off your position that matters and that's what matters with our defense on the edges you need some guy that will change the, and Lamar Jackson the Baltimore Ravens all ball much respect but son they duck they tail no physicality there's one thing on the Chiefs that nobody's talking about Sean. they overrated with their run game you can run on the Chiefs, and I'm pretty sure Christian McCaffrey and Debo going to have a big game because that boy in Buffalo did 188 on the ground. They get over that because a lot of teams get out their game plan by trying to throw on the Chiefs. But you got to stick to your game plan. Don't get away from it. And Kyle Shanahan, kudos to him, man. He stuck with his game plan. Yep. He lived with Christian McCaffrey. He started off slow, but it ended up big. And that's how you do that. And I listen to your take on that, Sean. Thanks, Thank you, Al. Thanks, Al. I... Uh... And the one thing that opens up running lanes, too, is their ability to band with you uh, east and west and north and south, being the 49ers. And you got to cover a lot of ground. And that creates spacing and creates some gaps for by far the best running back in the NFL to run through. And he can run through you. He can get to the edge. He can jump, you know, come to the old jump cut. And then he's got breakaway speed McCaffrey. And, and Al's right. And you know how we feel about the physicality of a team and – Baltimore's M.O. is not 16 rushes. Baltimore's M.O. is 24 passes, 25 passes, and run it 40 times, 34 times, 35 times. They're so good, and you can't take away what a great season they had. But this, we judge quarterbacks and teams and coaches by postseason and Super Bowls. We just do. And no matter how you slice it, and I've, I've had this conversation with some Ravens fans. When they hear the narrative of, okay, if you take away the run game, can they beat you just dropping back, throwing it, throwing it, throwing it from the same launch point without getting him on the edge? And you do want to take away, you want to force him east and west, but if you force him east and west, meaning Lamar, and can you better not let him, if you force him there, you better have guys that it's passive aggressive. You don't let him break contain. And they did a great job of not letting it happen yesterday. What he wants to do is climb and escape and find a gap to where he's headed downhill. And they did a good job of that and making sure and they blitz, they blitz gaps and prevented that and were very disciplined. But the question's still going to remain. If you take away the run game in the postseason from the, 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 the Ravens and force them out of what they want to do, which I didn't see why they had to get out of it, now the questions are still going to loom. Can Lamar Jackson win deep into the playoffs when everything else goes to hell in a handbasket and he has to throw every down to beat you? And they didn't have to throw every down, but 37 of them, not where you want to live, unless, of course, he's also run it 15 times himself. But uh, Kansas City just had a masterful game plan on both sides of the ball. Protect the ball, play smart offensively, don't throw it to them, and then uh, hold them down and go play great defense and don't let Lamar have a hero game, and he didn't. And the Chiefs are moving on. Their defense was spectacular yesterday. Yeah, let's talk about the uh, Ravens and that lack of physicality. John Harbaugh. Head coach of the Ravens talked about it after the game. We'll hear it and discuss next on Sports Talk 790. Welcome to um, the Sean Salisbury Show. I see you got attitude. <laughs> I like it. 
Back to Sean Salisbury and Brian LaLima. Let's get it on Sports Talk 790. Welcome back to the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. You can also listen to us on the free iHeartRadio app. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lalima, Manuel Elmore, Rockets and Lakers tonight at the Toyota Center. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off. The launch pad starts at 6 o'clock right here on your home for Rockets basketball. Sports Talk 790. Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. Super Bowl in two weeks. Gerard Johnson, the quarterback coach for the Texans. Getting more interviews for open offensive coordinator positions in the NFL. The latest is the Tampa Bay Bucks. John Harbaugh talked about his quarterback, Lamar Jackson, after the loss last night. This is what Coach Harbaugh had to say. I told him to stand up tall. You know, he's had a great season. He, he, his performance today was all heart. He fought. He went out there and gave it everything he had, so I don't think that's anything that I'd be disappointed in. Just, uh, I mean, just t- typical coach speak. Gave it, gave it his all, Sean. Like, well, thanks, John. You know how I feel about Harbaugh. I love him. Right. But, um, to me, when you go there... And, and most coaches do. Mm-hmm. When you go there, you're simply saying, that's your way of saying, I haven't watched the tape yet. Um, he has heart and guts. We're getting our ass handed to us defensively, I mean offensively, because they're more physical than us. But he didn't quit. Well, I didn't expect him to walk over there, put a coat on, and not finish the game. Once again, I'm never, ever, ever. Now, you could tell me a guy has courage. He's getting hit in the mouth and, and battling all Of course. But hold your head high. Mm-hmm. He battled out there. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I'm not even talking about him. I'm talking about everybody. Did that golf I mean, did. Made your job. Uh, Lamar did. Uh, I, mean, I, I just, I, I, I don't. Gibbs did. Dan Campbell did. They didn't all play their best. But that's the way of saying, I really don't need to talk about his game. I'm just going to, it was all heart. It was all guts. Played hard. Mm. Guy, guy, you, I, I'm sorry. Unless you're walking with, a, a like, for instance, you can't get up out of the chair and you walk out there in a broken leg and you're playing, then I can give you uh, uh, credit for playing hard. I, I, I don't give pros credit for playing hard. Yeah, it's Whether like, they're uh, losing by 40 or winning by 40, it's your job. Byron Leftwich, didn't he play in a game with like a torn ACL or broken foot or something? They had to have pair, pair players Marshall. carry him down the hip. No, what even you? when he was in, in Jacksonville. I remember, yeah. I remember one time it was either a regular season game or a playoff game. Didn't they pick him up and... Yeah, that was carry he, him down the field. That was when he was in get, college, right? Yeah, Marshall. Was that what it was? I, I thought it might have so, been yeah. when he was at Jacksonville. Either, but either way, way, that's that's one you can say that's all. He shouldn't grit. be playing. He shouldn't be playing, and he's playing, and, and the moment and adrenaline's carrying him through. It's not even just Lamar. I mean, of course, John. That's yeah. his guy. He played hard. He gutted it out, and he should be proud, and he should stand tall. He doesn't apologize for anything. You don't apologize for missing a throw. You, you're bummed that you didn't make him. Played your ass off. You're the MVP in the league. It just didn't. Get it done. Now you got to deal with the narrative of, well, can he win in the playoffs? A lot of, listen, there ain't many, everybody's going through it, but a couple guys because they're always in. Um, and you're just, that's going to, that's going to be a, just, just with you until you change that. That's just, the, that's the nature of uh, some people who don't get it. And then there's that pressure that kicks in. Whatever it was, he has not played Lamar Jackson football when we hit single elimination. Just hasn't. I'm talking about to get to the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, I, I just love Coach Rick. Hey, plays hard, heart. It was, you know, gut check, of course. And it was the same way for Mark Andrews. 
it was the same way for the, the, the Patrick Queen and for Roke Smith. I mean, all of them, right? But I, I'm not big on, if I have to compliment a guy for effort, and, and not just him, any of us, then I, we, we got, well, I'm on the wrong team. Smarter, playing hard, getting better, mm-hmm. learning from it, fine. But I'm hoping you're, uh, now I may criticize you if you didn't play hard. Right. But I sure as hell not going to give you credit for playing hard. And nobody expected anything less from Lamar as far as playing hard and yeah, how I, great a season he has. He owes nobody an apology. He's a hell of a player. It's the AFC Championship, of course. He he's just got play beat hard. by a better player. Right. He just did. And he didn't play beat well. by a better quarterback, and that, he did not play he well. He didn't play well. Right. Let's talk to Bob. What's up, Bob? Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Good, man. What's on your mind this morning? I, I got a question. I really, I'm not that up on football, but don't you think in the Kansas City Baltimore game that uh, experience counted? You know, they've been there so many times. I just wonder if that had the advantage. You can't see had the advantage being, you know, playing in those big games. What do you think? It's a great question, and thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. I, I personally, you know, I've always tried to ask myself, well, sometimes is can it be can it be overrated to have experience where you get comfortable because you're experienced and you expect that you're just going to play well under under that umbrella of experience, or is that sometimes the young? It's like look at the Texans this year; they don't have much experience that during the regular season they played their ass off. Is like sometimes being naive about it, you don't you, you don't feel the pressure, right? But for the most part, Bob, I, I think you're 100% correct. And I've talked to people far smarter than I have who've played in far bigger games. And even the big games I've played in, do you feel pressure? Yes. It's your ability. Of course you're going to feel it. It's not the ability to feel it or to, to be able to get, get rid of pressure. It's, it exists. It's the ability to handle it. And when you bring it in, how do you spit it out? Some guys don't spit out the success part of pressure. It kind of hovers and they make more mistakes or decisions and then their mind speeds up. It's the guys like Mahomes that when great things are going and there's pressure and you're getting beat or you're playing well or you're not, and the pressure's there, is to just find a way, okay, uh, this, is, this is where I live. This is, um, this is the space I live in. And some just don't do it as well as others. And some can't handle it. And some, it, it reverse. It's like, oh, this is, this is who I am. And I've spent time here. So, Bob, I do. I, I believe... I've tried to, over the years, find somebody to dispel that for me, where they say, nah, Sean, it's overrated. I've asked the question on people that are in big moments in these sports or golf tournaments, does pressure and experience in that pressure matter? Where you can relate to it, and I absolutely think it does. I do. And it may not be for a whole game. It may be for moments of the game where you're better at it than the other team, and if you're better at it than the other team eight plays, then you then you may end up winning. So... Mahomes right now, guys like him just handle it better. It looks to me like McCaffrey just handles it. I mean, does it, right? Yeah. Certain guys do. Guys jumping off sides. Why do guys jump off sides more in intense moments? They're focused, lose a little focus, or worried about that guy. And then others, dude, not a big deal. Oh, I got penalized. Okay. It's second and 20. We'll be good. And they just deal with it in moments. And I, I think a lot of it's DNA. I do. And then when you combine DNA with experience, Bob's right. Some people and the two teams that won are both far more experienced in this in the, in this uh, space mm-hmm. than the two teams that lost. Right. That's not the only reason, but it does have something to do with it. Because, like I said, people that have been in more of those games than I ever have, they the, a lot of people swear by how much experience matters. I don't know when you're standing over a four foot putt at Augusta as opposed to uh, the John Deere Classic. Yeah, which one's going to hit more? Uh, probably Augusta. I would think so. And the guy behind you is is Scotty Scheffler, who's doing and waiting, and he's got a, a, a three-footer to win 
if you miss your putt. You get my point? Yeah. So I, I just I think I think experience does matter. And yeah. I think those moments because if you haven't learned from those moments, then you're not real bright. And the Chiefs obviously have been in plenty of them, as have the 49ers. Yeah, talking about the experience, the poise. Let's look at the parallels between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Astros. That's next as we get into the final hour on the Sean Salisbury Show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KBME Houston. KTBZ HD2 Houston. And iHeartRadio Station. This is Sports Talk 790. Home of the Astros. And the Rockets. Your home for your home teams. Driven by the classic elite Buick GMC Studios for the elite car buying experience. Hey, it's Jalen Green. Win $1,000 right now on Sports Talk 790. Just enter this nationwide keyword at sports790.com. Money, M-O-N-E-Y. Money. Enter it now at sports790.com. Salisbury. Houston. Okay, let's do this. Sean Salisbury. Sean Salisbury. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Final hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790, Monday edition. Rockets, Lakers, 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad. Right here on 790, your home for Rockets basketball. The Chiefs and the 49ers headed to the Super Bowl. Two weeks from now, Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. Let's look at the Kansas City Chiefs and this magical run that they've been on since 2019. Kansas City Chiefs since 2019, six AFC championships, four Super Bowls, winning two. This year could be their third. How do they parallel with the Houston Astros? Well, from 2017 to 2023, seven ALCSs for the Astros, four World Series titles, winning two of them. Pretty damn close to being uh, damn near identical. It's just like what we say about the Astros. When you get into October, look out. When the Chiefs get into January, Look out. Who's been more dominant in their run? Fans are going to say the Man. Chiefs. You want to know why? Yeah, I was going to say it's probably the Cause Chiefs. They're, they're disapp- they're because they still can't let go of the 2017 win. Yes. That's what, they're, that's what the national narrative would be. Correct. But the parallels are pretty impressive. They really are. The difference is one team's done it with one coach. This team's done it with two managers. Right. And, and three general managers. That's right. And they, have, they don't change. I mean, the consistency and... And constant uh, cohesion among that franchise is one of the best we have in sport. Well, right now it's the best. It is. From top to, from, from the front office, most people don't know who the front office is. Yeah. That's a, I don't know. That's who? A, I'm talking about all the way from the president to GM to player personnel to pro personnel. Oh, yeah. It's Brett, Scott, Brett Veach. And Veach, well, you don't know, Veach has been... <laughs> That my point is, you know, but there's a lot of other guys 
as Dana Brown, when he comes on your baseball, will tell you how important their scouting department is, right? And all that international scouting, this scouting department, and people who evaluate talent and the met the analytics department, all that. The similarities are pretty amazing. The difference also is, or I, I, the similarities here, the difference is, you know, quarterback and pitcher and stuff. Some of the names have changed. In Kansas City, you lose Tyree Kill, you still win. Yeah. You lose this guy, offensive lineman, you still win. Here, you lose George Springer, you still win. You lose Carlos Correa, you still win. You lose Justin Verlander, you still win. Bring his ass back. You know what I mean? You it lost is, Garrett Cole, that's you exa- win. That's I mean, exactly right. On, on, right. And so those parallels and the domination of getting there, that you almost pencil him in. Oh, don't forget, you lost Yuli. Yulieski. Come on, man. There you go. Damn rights. Yeah. That's <laughs> like losing uh, my guy, honey, the honey badger. You know, yeah, Tyron Matthew. Right? Yeah. Was he at New Orleans now? Yeah. So the thing is that there are similarities. And the similarities of also finding ways to win when you, when you don't, um, when things aren't going your, your best, finding ways to win when you lose somebody or you're not playing your best and you still find a way to somebody else steps up and does it. I mean, you think both teams have, have lost in years. I mean, you lose two tackles, get injured, boom, what happens? You get beat uh, in the uh, in the Super Bowl by Tampa. You got to start two young, two two different players. And for the Houston Astros, you 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 are starting pitching. A lot of them get hurt, so you're scrambling around, and you run into a team that rakes and is pitching their ass off, and you get beat by them, and and then they go on and win the World Series. Right. So there are so many similarities. But the front office, management, ownership, seeing it but not meddling, letting them do their thing, good leaders. Clutch players, and they expect to be there, but they don't take it for granted, I guess, and, and get tired of it. They, and like I said, if they win it this year, let's say the Astros win another one or Kansas City wins this year, they're not going to, the one thing, they don't get, seem to get fat and happy. This would have been a good year to do. Oh, we won last year. We lost some more players. We're not as talented. Well, then let's fit it in and find a way to get it done. And they've got the players that know how to handle pressure in the right spots, made for the moment, Altuve, Kelsey. Mahomes, Jordan Alvarez. Right. So I mean, it, it's there's so many similar similarities and parallels that uh, yeah. And the question is, uh, probably people because of the popularity of the Kansas City Chiefs would lean them when they say what's more impressive. I, I, I'm not sure. I think it's six and one half dozen the other. I can make the argument for both. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're both dominant. There's and, and, and no doubt, especially in seasons where the Astros looked inconsistent. One on losing streak, losing to bad teams, and yet they found themselves back in an ALCS. Same thing for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. That offense looks stagnant at times, go on a couple of losing streaks. They don't look good offensively, and here they are finding themselves back in the Super Bowl. Get to the because post. they Yeah. Get to the postseason. There things change. Part of DNA, part of preparation, part of experience and having been there, so you're ready for the next one. And you think about the Astros. What was the question on them? Can you guys win at home? Right. Okay, can you guys win at home? What was the question going in here to the playoffs? Can you can guys win on the road? The road yeah. Can you go on the road and win? Both of them, well, one didn't answer it in a time this year. Most of the time they have. This year they didn't, and they let one get away. Yeah. And the Kansas City Chiefs went on the road and have taken care of their business, and they'll have another road game being the Super Bowl, as both teams will. So, yeah, the similarities and the domination has been impressive as hell and something that is... Flat ass phenomenal. It's just uh, the, watching the, the, and we're fortunate. We are we really up are close and personal, and getting to see it right here. Yeah, I, I just I hope that I've said it here before. I hope we enjoy this. At some point, the run's going to end. Play, yeah. they're going to get they're going to miss the playoffs at some point. You'd think. 
I don't know if it's 10 years from now. We keep saying the same thing about Kansas City, are they? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they won't. Maybe they're just that good, both well, these I mean, franchises. When, when you put it, you said it earlier. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is how old? 28. 28? Yeah. Dude, he's got a decade. That's what I'm saying. Left. So when when you do that. Maybe he stays healthy, and he seems to do that pretty well throughout seasons. That's right. They just, they're, they're just find a different way all the time. Yeah. It's impressive to watch. Let's uh, get back out to the phone line. 713-212-5790 in order of longest wait. Let's start with Miss Carol. Miss Carol, what's going on? Hey, Mr. Living, how you doing? Hi, Sean. Hello, Miss Carol. It's almost that time of year for you. Baseball's coming. Good to talk to you. Well, look, let me tell you something. We're going to win now. We got a pitching staff now, buddy. Best, the best in baseball, if you ask me. When you get a Josh Hader, you can close baseball down. Close it down, buddy. Because uh, when you got a break. KBME Houston. KTBZ HD2 Houston. And I Heart Radio Station. And he makes the is Sports Talk 790. Home of the Astros. And the Rockets. Your home for your home teams. Driven by the classic elite Buick GMC Studios for the elite car buying experience. Hey, it's Jalen Green. Win $1,000 right now on Sports Talk 790. Just enter this nationwide keyword at sports790.com. Money, M-O-N-E-Y. Money. Enter it now at sports790.com. Salisbury. Houston. Okay, let's do this. Sean Salisbury. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Final hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790, Monday edition. Rockets, Lakers, 7 p.m. tip-off, 6 o'clock launch pad. Right here on 790, your home for Rockets basketball. The Chiefs and the 49ers headed to the Super Bowl. Two weeks from now, Chiefs beat the Ravens. 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. Let's look at the Kansas City Chiefs and this magical run that they've been on since 2019. Kansas City Chiefs since 2019, six AFC championships, four Super Bowls, winning two. This year could be their third. How do they parallel with the Houston Astros? Well, from 2017 to 2023, seven ALCSs for the Astros, four World Series titles, winning two of them. Pretty damn close to being uh, damn near identical. It's just like what we say about the Astros. When you get into October, look out. When the Chiefs get into January, Look out. Who's been more dominant in their run? Fans are going to say the Damn. Chiefs. You want to know why? Yeah, I was going to say it's probably the Cause Chiefs. They're, cause they're disapp- they're because they're still can't let go of the 2017 win. Yes. That's what, they're, that's what the national narrative would be. Correct. But the parallels are pretty impressive. They really are. The difference is one team's done it with one coach. This team's done it with two managers. Right. And, and three general managers. That's right. And they, have, they don't change. I mean, the consistency and... And constant uh, cohesion among that franchise is one of the best we have in sport. Well, right now it's the best. It is. From top to, from, from the front office, most people don't know who the front office is. Yeah. That's a, I don't know. 
That's who, a, I'm talking about all the way from the president to GM to player personnel to pro personnel. Oh yeah, it's Brett, got, Brett Veach and Veach. Well, you don't know Veach has been. <laughs> that my point is, you know, but there's a lot of other guys. As Dana Brown, when he comes on your baseball, will tell you how important their scouting department is, right? And all that international scouting, this scouting department, and people who evaluate talent and the met the analytics department, all that. The similarities are pretty amazing. The difference also is, or I, I, the similarities here, the difference is, you know, quarterback and pitcher and stuff. Some of the names have changed. In Kansas City, you lose Tyree Kill, you still win. Yeah. You lose this guy, offensive lineman, you still win. Here, you lose George Springer, you still win. You lose Carlos Correa, you still win. You lose Justin Verlander, you still win. Bring his ass back. You know what I mean? You it, lost Garrett Cole, that's you exa- win. That's I mean, exactly we can go right. On and, on, right? and so those parallels and the domination of getting there, that you almost pencil him in. Oh, don't forget, you lost Yuli. Yuli Come on, man. There you go. Damned rights. Yeah. That's <laughs> like losing uh, my guy, honey, the honey badger. You know? Yeah, He's Tyler there. Matthew. Right? Yeah. Was he at New Orleans now? Yeah. So... The thing is that there are similarities, and the similarities of also finding ways to win when you when you don't um, when things aren't going your best. Finding ways to win when you lose somebody or you're not playing your best, and you still find a way to somebody else steps up and does it. I mean, you think both teams have have lost in years. I mean, you lose two tackles, get injured, boom! What happens? You get beat uh, in the uh, in the Super Bowl by Tampa. Got to start two young, two two different players, and for the Houston Astros, you 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 starting pitching. A lot of them get hurt, so you're scrambling around, and you run into a team that rakes and is pitching their ass off, and you get beat by them, and and then they go on and win the World Series. Right. So there are so many similarities. But the front office. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Management ownership, seeing it, but not meddling. Letting them do their thing. Good leaders, clutch players, and they expect to be there, but they don't take it for granted, I guess, and, and get tired of it. They, and like I said, if they win it this year, let's say the Astros win another one or Kansas City wins this year, they're not going to, the one thing, they don't get, seem to get fat and happy. This would have been a good year to do it. Oh, we won last year. We lost some more players. We're not as talented. Well, let's fit it in and find a way to get it done. And they've got the players that know how to handle pressure in the right spots. Made for the moment, Altuve, Kelsey, Mahomes, Jordan Alvarez. Right. So, I mean, it's, there's so many similar similarities and parallels that, uh, yeah. And the question is, uh, probably people, because of the popularity of the Kansas City Chiefs, would lean them when they say, what's more impressive? I, I, I'm not sure. I think it's six and one, half dozen and the other. I can make the argument for both. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're both dominant. There's and, and, and no doubt. Especially in seasons where the Astros looked inconsistent, went on losing streak, losing to bad teams, and yet they found themselves back in an ALCS. Same thing for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. That offense looks stagnant at times, go on a couple of losing streaks. They don't look good offensively, and here they are finding themselves back in the Super Bowl. Get to the because post. They, yeah. Get to the postseason. There Things you go. change. Part of DNA, part of preparation, part of experience and having been there. 
so you're ready for the next one. And you think about the Astros. What was the question on them? Can you guys win at home? Right. Okay, can you guys win at home? What was the question going in here to the playoffs? Can you can guys you win on the road? road yeah. Can you go on the road and win? Both of them, well, one didn't answer it in a time this year. Most of the time they have. This year they didn't. And they let one get away. Yeah. And the Kansas City Chiefs went on the road and have taken care of their business. And they'll have another road game being the Super Bowl, as both teams will. So, yeah, the similarities and the domination has been impressive as hell and something that is flat-ass phenomenal. It's just... Uh, the, Watching the... And we're fortunate. We, are we really are. close and personal and getting to see it right here. Yeah. I, I just... I hope that... I've said it here before. I hope we enjoy this. At some point, the run's going to end. Play, yeah. They're going to get... They're going to miss the playoffs at some point. You'd think. I don't know if it's 10 years from now. We keep saying the same thing about Kansas City, are they? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they won't. Maybe they're just that good, both well, these I mean, franchises. When, when you put it, you said it earlier. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is how old? 28. 28? Yeah. Dude, he's got a decade. Th- that's what I'm saying. Left. So when, when you do that. If he stays healthy, and they, he seems to do that pretty well throughout seasons. That's right. They just, they're, they're just find a different way all the time. Yeah. It's impressive to watch. Let's uh, get back out to the phone line. 713-212-5790 in order of longest wait. Let's start with Miss Carol. Miss Carol, what's going on? Hey, Mr. Lemon, how you doing? Hi, Sean. Hello, Miss Carol. It's almost that time of year for you. Baseball's coming. Good to talk to you. Well, look, let me tell you something. We're going to win now. We got a pitching staff now, buddy. Best, the best in baseball, if you ask me. When you get a Josh Hader, you can close baseball down. Close it down, buddy. Because when you got a Brayhew and Presley and all, man, call the police, okay? And, 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 you got a Forrest Whitley? Come on here, man. Shoot. Look. I, I Look, we are ready, buddy. And we're going to, you think we did book franchise history. The half ain't been told. And uh, today is my birthday, Brian and Sean, and I'm happy to be here 71 years. Let me tell you. <laughs> happy birthday, Miss Carol. Yes, happy, happy, birthday. happy birthday, and we will talk to you plenty. Enjoy it. You've earned it and deserve it. Thank you so much for the call. Let's get Love her. She, I know she's pumped, right? Damn right. Baseball it's about season. That time. She'll get you pumped, too. Get you ready to go. Yeah. Get you ready to go. But I hope, what I, was gonna say, I hope that we are appreciating not only the greatness of these Astros and mm-hmm. what you look like we're going to get from C.J. Stroud, but the truth is, no matter if you're a Chiefs fan or not, all the yeah. fatigue, you've got to appreciate what that quarterback does. Right? You have to, man. It's you're watching something growing special. Up, growing up as a kid, I watched Tom Brady, and I hated him because, you know why? Well, he won year after year after year. Success breeds hate it does. from others. There's no question. Jealousy, and there's no doubt. Patrick Mahomes does the same thing for a lot of people uh, in that are fans of the NFL or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, dude, you just got to respect how good he is. <sighs> when this dude gets into January, all bets are you can't bet against him. Maybe Dan Put Pat- some respect on my name. Damn yeah, right. Maybe Dan Patrick's right. Is that Birdman? Uh, may- Birdman, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Dan Patrick's right. Yeah. Saying last week that Mahomes is underrated. Well, this year especially. Maybe, maybe he is. <laughs> Damn. Hard to fathom, though. Yeah. Right? yeah. Let's talk to Steve. Hey, Steve, good morning. Hey, guys. I, uh, you know, I picked the underdogs, and I, th- I was feeling pretty good at halftime until, you know, San Francisco came back. So I'm at a dilemma. Brian, this guy Mahomes, I, he's better than I even thought he was, but God, he's great. But uh, 
they did shackle him down for about five or six possessions in the second half. So with that, who do you like in this game? I mean, the team has to be better with San Francisco, but I don't know. I, I always bet the quarterback, so I got, I'm going with Mahomes again. So I want to hear you all. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, I wouldn't take. Uh, I wouldn't count Brock Purdy out on that yeah. roster. They they got a real chance. If Kansas City's defense shows up like they did against Baltimore, it'll be tough. The Chiefs will be a tough out in that Super Bowl. They will. I, and I'm with you. All things being equal, even though they're not. The roster in San Francisco is better, and the quarterback has been fantastic for two straight years. The Kansas City Chiefs, certain players on that roster, Chris Jones is, is a freak show. They'll get Tui back on the offensive line. Kelsey's the best tight end in the game, even though <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. I mean, they're in the same team picture with George Kittle. So everybody's got something to like, and when it's like that, I always am with you. If you're going to bet it, you lean on the quarterback who's been there plenty of times. But don't take let's not lose sight of the fact the 49ers last time where they blew a lead um, in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, and they've got a quarterback who's poised. But you're right, it's really hard to fathom anybody saying in the Super Bowl you want to take Brady's not playing against him. Now we got a matchup, but if it's Mahomes against everybody else, you start there. But overall, every team they've played on the road in the playoffs has a better roster. When I talk about, I'm talking about the whole, when you look at everybody, at least on paper, but the performance, Kansas City's outperformed them in, in, uh, in all three games. Baltimore's roster is, is, is phenomenal, and Mahomes just, he elevated. I always talk about maximizing. He just maximized the whole group. So I, I wouldn't bet against Mahomes, but right now, the, the better team is the 49ers. The better, the better clutch play Overall, has been a guy who's been doing it longer, although Purdy's showing signs of back-to-back weeks bringing him back. But if it gets right down and you all things were equal, of course you'd, you'd bet on Mahomes. Yeah. You, you just I, would. I, I don't know how you bet against him. If both play their best, teams, both teams play their best, I always like to say this. If both teams play their best, mm-hmm. who wins? Both teams have, I mean, they both, both teams have out-of-body experiences. I the think, Chiefs have had a few already in their careers. I think the 49ers. Agreed. I think they have a better roster. Okay, and if both play their worst, if the forty, if both quarterbacks kind of lay an egg, which it's not going to have, both won't. But if they do, who's better? I got to lean towards the Chiefs. Experience, which now, gets, which now gets down to will the Chiefs' defense elevate mm-hmm. again in all facets, facets of it, and can you at least prevent Mahomes from dressing in a phone booth? Yeah. Well, in order to beat Mahomes, you saw what Tampa Bay did, even though Kansas City in that Super Bowl was down a couple of linemen. But yet, dude, Devin White and those guys, Ndamukong Sue on that front line for Tampa Bay, they mauled him. You have to punish him. You have to. And if you're Chase Young and Bosa and the rest of those guys at the front for the 49ers, you can't play like you did yesterday or you are going to get oh, boat raced. If their defense plays like that, you, you can't the, the, the second half. Pacheco's going to run for 200. Reheat the food you're eating in the first half because you won't even want to see that curb stomp. If it gets, they'll do what Baltimore did to San Francisco. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. If in fact their defense in San Francisco gives you a hint yeah. of what they gave in the first half against Detroit. Yeah. Second half did a, yeah. did a nice job. Hats but, off to the 49ers for making adjustments, but right, damn, that right. first half was. They ugly. did a better job in the right. second. Still not the best. Can't give up 31. No. And Kansas City's defense has stepped up every single yeah. time they've needed it. Yeah, let's talk about in-game adjustments. Who are you leaning towards, Andy Reid or Shanahan for San Francisco? That's next on Sports Talk 790. Sir, to pro painters, I'm a customer, glad to be one. 
buddies are using them as well as at their business and their home. Why? Because they're the best. They are the official painting partner of the Houston Astros, and I can't wait till that season starts. And they're my painting partner, and I'll I will not go with anybody else, even myself. DIYers, I know you love to paint it up, but when you see what Serta Pro does to the interior, exterior of your home or your business, you'll understand why the efficiency, the timeliness, the localness, and the ability to treat your home and business as if, as if it was their own. So I would encourage you to go to uh, CertaPro.com and get yourself a, an estimate. It's free. And then apply it. Get to my guy, Dale, and the Serta Pro painters. It's Serta with the C. Homes, businesses are expensive, and presentation matters, as does the quality. So why wouldn't you protect those with quality painting from Serta Pro Painters? Serta with the C, again, the official painting partner of the Houston Astros, and my partner, and I am proud to be a customer. Serta Pro, Serta with the C, Serta Pro, the Power Pro. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. Good. Go. On Sports Talk 790. Hey, next segment, we're going to welcome in... Sports director of KPRC Channel 2 Sports, Randy McElvoy, going to talk about the Houston Sports Awards, the NFL, and a host of other things. That's the next segment. Talking about the Chiefs beating the Ravens. Talking about the 49ers come from behind to beat the Lions. Let's talk to Jay real quick before I get to my next question for you, Sean. That has to do with Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Let's talk to Jay. Jay, what's up? Hey, how y'all doing, fellas? Uh, it was a great weekend of football, man. If anybody got something negative to say about yesterday, man, they're not a fan. Those games were great. Both games were great. But I uh, called in to say, basically, any type of comeback that we've seen over the over the course of years or whatever and known the man for the most part, it takes a little bit of unluckiness, some game-changing plays like turnovers or something like that. And when the game gets tight overall, just dumbass coaching. And it just seemed like it was just a, a, a clinic for Detroit on how to give up a lead and just getting tight and thinking with your head. I mean, not thinking with your head. You know, Dan Campbell's a player's coach. It just seemed like he just went against common sense and just asked his players, like, hey, you want to go for it? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. It, it made no sense for the things that he did yesterday. And – Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was kind of disappointing because I was going for Detroit. I wanted Lamar to win, but I can appreciate Patrick Mahomes. He's just a great dude. A lot of people don't like him. I think because it, it, become, it, it seems like it's so easy to him, like self-carry. Like you kind of hate those guys, but you appreciate them because it just seems so easy to him. And it's just crazy. Like, and that's it. That's all I'm going to say, man. 
Thank you, Jay. Jay, great stuff, man. You're, you're right. And, you know, the success, and it does, it's like, how can it be so easy for that guy? Well, obviously, the grind, and they're blessed with some incredible talent. And I think the surrounding stuff, you know, Mahomes' brother, the wife at times, even though she's now overshadowed by, I think that makes people, and people are envious of success. I've said back and appreciate the dude. Now, you're going to get to a comment about the Brady-Mahomes comparison. Yep. The LeBron-Jordan comparison is coming. It's already here. He's, in the, he's still in the infancy of his career. The guy hasn't hit 30 yet. Now, if you're talking about who had a faster, better start to their career as far as big t- Mahomes. Yeah. But, we, we, you know, you're talking about Brady made it past 20 seasons. Mahomes has got a ways to go to get to that point. But they win. They're in championship moments. They both won with different guys. All those things, both with great coaches. And one had Gronk, one has Kelsey. I mean, it, 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 one had Tyreek Hill, one had Randy Moss for, for a short period of time. And I know we're going to get to that, but in, with Jay, is he's, he's right. I don't think we can slice it. You, you can't give me the excuse as much as you and I appreciate and love what Dan Campbell is, and I think he's a phenomenal guy to have as your head coach. Yep. And he won't BS, he's going to tell you. He'd probably say he'd do it again because he believes in his team that much. Sometimes don't let the believability in your team skew the best part of what you need to do, and that's make the right decision. He made the absolute wrong decision to not kick. Yep. He just now if you'd have told me kicker had a hamstring problem, I get it. And it's that doesn't make him a bad coach. It makes it a bad decision. Who hasn't made one of those in their life? Okay? Bad decisions do happen. The problem is when it happens in the AFC championship game or the NFC championship game, it's it's hypersensitive and hyper emotional. And we focus on it more because now there's only four of you left, man. So Dan made the wrong decision. And I, I, I don't care if this is what he's done all year. You don't play the 49ers all year long all the time. They're different than doing it to the Chicago friggin' Bears. So regardless of how we want to protect our guys that we like, mm-hmm. to be fair and honest, let's go through it. Lamar Jackson did not play well. He did not. Baltimore's physicality was average at best, and they looked mere, they looked pedestrian when it came to physicality at parts in that game. Three is, Todd Munkin made the wrong decision. You just can't run it 16 times when you're the best running team on the planet. That's like giving me Marino or giving me Mahomes and saying, we're going to throw it eight times in a playoff game where we absolutely have to win and we're within a score. And Dan Campbell made the wrong decision. It might not have been the wrong decision two weeks ago. It was the wrong decision. Doesn't make him a bad guy. Doesn't make him a crappy-ass coach. But I'll be a son of a bitch if you're going to sit up here and tell me he's been doing it all year and that's your study for it? No. No, no, no. I don't care what he's been doing all year. Steph Curry knocking down threes all year during championship runs. And then if three guys are on him, guess what you got to do? Or shoot it from 40 feet or get it in the low block and let Clay Thompson, who off the dribble doesn't put one on the dribble, catch and shoot, and he knocks down the three. Sometimes you make the wrong choice. And Dan Campbell's choice is wrong, and he'll deal with it, and it'll be fine and lesson learned. And you were close. But I, I don't want to hear It's like, what are you going to tell me? Okay, did you go through, and, it, and what happens if you tell me four or five of those things, this guy made the wrong decision, that guy didn't make the right decision, that guy jumped off sides. Eventually, eight of them, and you lose when your team makes seven, eight decisions that were wrong. Dan Campbell's been right most of the season. He's been right on most of the things and getting a feel for his team. Yesterday, Dan Campbell needed to dig deep in and say, not today, son. And you can't, all you got to do is look at the one where he went to go for it and decided to kick and got the yeah. points. And, oh, but that's not what he's done all year, right? Remember, he'd go for it all year. Right. He didn't there and was smart. 
in this same situation, should have kicked. Now, I don't know if the result would have been different, but he should have. And that doesn't mean he can't coach. So we get so caught up in all that stuff. But Jay's right. Hit was wrong. And those decisions by coaches have cost teams in the past as well. Yeah. And Dan will live with it and, and be better for it. Yeah, and he owned up to it. He's, Love him. He said, look, man, I'm... He was wrong yesterday. I don't, I don't regret it. He was wrong yesterday. So. And sometimes all players, you come to me, it's fourth and four. I'm going to say, hell yeah, go for it. He got away with one at the end of the game. Before the onside kick, they should have kicked that, then went for the onside. And because if you miss it, the game's automatically over. Right. But he got it, and, and Goff made the throw. And that's why people say, see, he's been doing it all year. That one decision, inside a 50-yard field goal with three-point difference, you kick it. And if your kicker misses it, then you deal with that, too. Right. There you go. Something else you got to deal with. That's right. All right, we're going to welcome in sports director of KPRC Channel 2 Sports, Randy McAvoy, next right here on Sports Talk 790. Another thing that you need to be sure about is for your game day spread. That's Daisy Dip French Onion and Ranch Dip. It's by Daisy Sour Cream. They make this French onion and ranch dip, and it is phenomenal. I had it all day yesterday when I was eating pizza, watching these football games. You got Super Bowl Sunday just a couple of weeks away. You got plenty of time to add Daisy Dip French Onion and Ranch Dip to your game day spread. It's game-changing flavor, and it's even better than if I made my dips from scratch at home. So if you're going to have a Super Bowl party or any other sporting event that's coming up in the next week or so, and you're going to have fa- friends and family over, you need to make sure that French Onion and Ranch Dip from Daisy is a part of your spread. There's no MSG, no extra preservatives, no other added junk that you can't pronounce, and it is amazing. That taste is so damn good. It needs to be a part of your game day spread. Head to your local grocery store and pick up a couple of things of this daisy dip french onion and ranch dip back to it h-town bring your own juice now bring the juice let's go the sean salisbury show continues most definitely on sports talk 790 welcome back to the sean salisbury show sean brian and triple e here now we're going to welcome in Sports director of KPRC Channel 2 Sports, Randy McAvoy. Talk about the Houston Sports Awards. Randy, welcome in. Uh, we got the Houston Sports Awards tomorrow. It's at a new venue. Uh, last year we saw it at the Wortham. I believe it's at the 713 Music Hall. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, new venue. Uh, man, new awards on top of what they've done over the past, uh, what, six, seven years. And uh, man, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And Brian, you've been out there as well, and 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 Sean, and I mean, it's you're just surrounded by greatness, past and present, for Houston. And uh, I I love the turnout every year. It's it's fun to to watch these guys show up on the red carpet, uh, dressed to the nines. And uh, man, it's it's a first class event. And over at KPRC two, we're involved now, the TV partner, and we're going to be televising it tomorrow. And uh, starting with the red carpet show, man, it's going to be so much fun tomorrow. And Randy, the class that's being you know inducted, what is it? It's Warren Moon, Cynthia Cooper, and uh, why am I and Lance Berkman? Correct. Um, yeah, how, correct. Ex- explain yeah. to, explain to our listeners, and I, I'd like to know too, what goes into the criteria of getting elected? What? How do you decide every year? Because we got so many great athletes worthy. I mean, it's like, Warren, it's taken this long, right? Because there's so many great ones. So what's the process and protocol? Well, they've they've got a voting committee, Sean, and uh, they spend a lot of time on it, man. And and you hit it on the nail there. I mean, you've got so many great ones that have already gone in at this point, and you're just waiting on guys. You just mentioned Warren Moon's one of those that very easily, I know he's come up in conversations 
in prior years, like, we got to get this guy in, very deserving, and uh, his time would, was going to come, and, it, and that, that time is now. And the, the, it, it, A lot of thought process goes in uh, to what the, these athletes meant to the city of Houston, not only in the sports they played, but kind of what they did uh, off off the field, so to speak. And, uh, you know, when you look at Cynthia, uh, Lance, and Warren, man, it just uh, – this is a great group going in for the 2024 class. And I can tell you being around these, these all three and, and when they were surprised with the news, I mean, they were taken back. I mean, I was specifically a warm moon's uh, surprise announcement when he came into town, he thought he was here just for his daughter's birthday party and the Houston sports awards folks, the Houston Harris County sports authority does a great job of, of really making it a special time. And they surprised him and, he actually had to take a couple of steps back. He was emotional, and he's been awarded a lot of great things, as you know, and uh, a Hall of Famer. But this meant a lot to him because Houston means a lot to him. And, Randy, I want to talk about uh, Warren Moon real quick. This is Randy McAvoy, sports director of KPRC Channel 2 Sports, joining us, talking about the Houston Sports Awards here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Let's keep talking about Warren Moon. Warren <laughs> Moon was a teammate of Sean's uh, in the NFL, and Sean's had yeah. so many good things to say about Warren Moon. Randy, you've been in this city for a really long time. You've covered all of the sports, whether it's high school, all the way up through the big leagues from Major League Baseball, the NFL, so forth and so on. What was the biggest impact you think Warren Moon had on the city when he was with the Oilers? You know what? I, I just think his, to me, this is, I mean, Sean, you, you played with him, but from the outside, and I got to cover him a little early in my career when I was in Beaumont. We were here all the time covering the Oilers. Um, I, I would think his work ethic came in uh, to play uh, from what I saw and what I had stories I heard uh, to make him one of the greatest. I think he, I felt like he embraced the city and he, he took it on his shoulders to help try to elevate this organization and um, I, you know, you look at the numbers that he put up. I think he did that, and then some. Um, I think he represented well on and off the field. Uh, he's always made it a point to come back, and I think actually he was telling me recently he wants to move back here. He's been in, up in the Northwest, and uh, he's got grandkids on the way, and uh, uh, you know he he wants he's still really tied to this city. But during his playing days, I think fans connected with him. Uh, you know, he put up all those massive numbers in the Canadian League when he came here. And, uh, you know, he didn't get him to a Super Bowl. But I'll tell you what, he elevated the, the organization to new heights, I think, during his era. Randy, you make such a great point. And he's one of my closest friends and confidants and also somebody that when you watch him work and you mentioned work ethic, it, it, he, he is like obsessive compulsive about just doing it the right way all the time right and i couldn't be yeah. more proud of him as a teammate or coop who was a classmate of mine at usc's i love her too so it's kind of special but i mm-hmm. love when you talk about and i and, and warren holds this city in the highest regard and I mean, he tells a story when he got elected to the pro football hall of fame and i know how emotional he was with that we've shared it and i've been able to you know was there for him at his but then with this it ought to tell you when he's emotional that he's just as invested in this city and being in this Hall of Fame as he is in the NFL Hall of Fame. It matters to him. So you make a fantastic point, which leads me to speeches. Randy, how many of these have you been to? Do you know off the top of your head how many, how many of these awards you've been to? Any This one or any awards? Uh, man, I've been to a lot. of. I've been to all the Houston Sports okay. Awards for sure. And that's, that's a common theme I've seen with these folks that get inducted. I mean, they've, they've been in all kinds of hall of fames throughout their careers, but 
the connections they have to the city, man, it, it's a really emotional time for these folks. It is. So, Randy, with your speech, does, does one in the past, because, you know, whether it's humor or a story, is there one, because a lot of them, I'm sure, trying to find one, we could spend hours trying to find one. Is there a speech that sticks out to you that say, wow, I didn't know that, or what, a, you made me laugh the whole time? Was there one of those that stuck out over the years for you? Well, uh, being a huge baseball fan, I've, I've always enjoyed a few years back when, when Biggio Bagwell got in. They, they, I just love the stories they tell with baseball. But uh, one of them that hit home to me, uh, Sean, was, and I, I forgive me on the year that he went in uh, during the sports awards, but when Rudy T went in, uh, that is another example similar to, to Warren. Um, I mean, we all follow the Rockets, right? The, the championship years, the playing days of Rudy T, uh, and what this city means to Rudy. One of his speeches, his speech he had on the stage there uh, several years back, uh, that was full of emotion as well. That's what attracts me to this stuff is, is really when the emotion comes out and you really know that this isn't just, okay, it's another piece of hardware, I'm going doing this now. It just means a lot to them and their families. And uh, I remember Rudy T's, so many of them stood out. Uh, Bruce Matthews was a good one as well. But uh, Rudy T kind of stands out to me and uh, because that meant a lot to him that night. That, that emotion, Brian, makes yeah. him real. You know what I'm saying? Right. It brings you into their living room, into their thought process. But they all have the same thing. They know how to win and know how to compete. So it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, no doubt. Couple more minutes here with sports director of KPRC Channel Two Sports, Randy McAvoy, talking about the Houston Sports Awards. Uh, Randy, I want to look at the Athlete of the Year nominees, and you've been to all these. I've been to the last three, and it's usually been a heavy Astros dominant award winners. But this season, this year, might be a little bit different. The nominees for Athlete of the Year: Kyle Tucker of the Houston Astros, Jane Campbell of the Houston Dash, Hector Herrera of the Dynamo, Jalen Green of the Rockets, and then oh by the way, there's C.J. Stroud of the Houston Texans, who's also up for newcomer of. Of the year. I think it might be a little switch, Randy. I'm just trying to get your thoughts. Who do you think uh, is going to win that Athlete of the Year award? Wow. I mean, it's a great group. I'm looking at it right now as you're, you're calling out these names, uh, Brian. And I mean, all five are obviously deserving of the award, the, the impact they made uh, for the respective teams this year. Um, you know, you would think probably in the group, you know, C.J. Stroud, uh, the, the season he had, I mean, how can you top that? But it's because we're fresh off football season, right? Well, Jalen Green had a, a, a good year as well. But, I, you know, Kyle Tucker coming off the massive numbers that he put up. I don't think the Astros would have gone as far as they did without the year Tucker had. Um, I would think in Hector Herrera. I mean, look at what the Hector Herrera did for the Dynamo if you're a big soccer fan. Um, out of Tucker and C.J., I mean, it, 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 that's a tough call, man. But I, fresh off of what CJ just did uh, for this organization, I know it's fresh because the season just ended. And that group, the impact of what the difference he made for his team, I would go with CJ Stroud. Randy, is there a chance? And this will be my last question for you because you're you're so dialed in here and and do such a great job. Is there a chance? This has been such a big time baseball city the last what eight years or so. Yet a football state yep. most of the time. People outside of the state are like, it's football, it's football. And they're right. Is there a chance this can become a football city again with C.J. Stroud and D'Amico? Are we headed that way? And there is room for two. And we'll take a third as well and a fourth and a fifth. So <laughs> yeah. curious if, if, you, yeah, if you start to see that buzz or feel that buzz 
starting to come back here. Yeah, you make great points, Sean. That's been discussed. We've actually talked about it on Sports Sunday a couple of times too. Um, it's been a remarkable year since uh, run since 2015 for the Astros. Right, they've taken over the city, deservingly so, with all the success and the high level that they've been at. And this year looks like they're they're built to make another deep run. Uh, there's no question. We went through some dormant years with the Texans and. The appetite just wasn't there for football. I, I definitely agree with you. I think it's changed. I think C.J. Stroud is a big reason why. I think D'Amico Ryans is a big reason why. You got some others. Will Anderson. I mean, this team has turned a corner and, you know, fired up this city again when it comes to football. This is a great football city and always has been. But these were some difficult times where fans turned away. But, Thanks to this run, this double-digit win, this AFC South title, man, there's no doubt this is a football city, a Texan city again. And that's no knock on the Astros. It's still an excellent baseball city, and we'll see that soon when they start this season here in a couple of months. Uh, The Rockets have some work to do, and hopefully they'll continue to improve. They're not quite there yet, but uh, I think it's definitely a a, a two-city town, at least for now, with the Rockets surging, Dynamo coming up, but uh, football's here, man. Uh, you guys felt it. The buzz is back. The fans were back. The excitement was back because they know the future is very, very bright right now with C.J. Stroud running this offense and D'Amico Ryan's in charge. Not not a bad college hoop no. city either, right? My yeah, guy Kelvin. He's crazy. Kelvin yeah, he's got too. them on pretty the good, map, too. There pretty you go. good at college basketball. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, uh, Randy, before we get you out of here, uh, you talked about Sports Sunday. Yeah. Me and Sean don't have faces for radio, and we look pretty good in suits, man. Whenever you need us to come down and, and uh, <laughs> sit on a stool with you guys, you just let us Are know, okay? Are you begging right now? I might be. Are you paying? Hey, I, yeah. I told, I told you guys, invitation's always there. I know Sean's had a couple of uh, commitment times, a couple of times I've called him, and no problem, man. We love to have you guys on. You know that. And uh, let's just make it happen. Let's do it, love man. It. I've let's been on with it. him before. He's there. Yeah. It's fun. They're great. I'd like yep. to make a TV debut. Come on, man. Shave. I'm right there with That's you. Randy, Randy great let's stuff, man. Yeah. And good luck. And this will be a great award show. We can't wait. And as we get you out of here, Randy, tell uh, for the folks out there listening, tell us where we can watch it, what time yeah. all this uh, Houston Sports Award starts at the 713 Music Hall. Yeah, thanks. So, so the red carpet show starts a little early. It starts at 4.30, and we're going to go live starting at 4.30 till about 6 o'clock right into our newscast on KPRC2, but mainly KPRC2+, Plus, our digital channel. And then we resume it at 6.30, and then we take it to the start of the program, and the entire program will be live on KPRC2+. Plus. Uh, I think I'm going to be presenting an award, I believe, with Corey Jolks, one of the awards uh, during the evening. So, Man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Star power hitting the the red carpet and uh, filling up the the new venue, as you mentioned, Brian, 713 Music Hall. It's going to be a really cool setting. I think a lot of people are going to like. Randy, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks, and uh, good luck tomorrow night right right out there on the red carpet into the award show. Thank you, bud. You guys have a good one. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Thanks. That is Randy McEvoy. Sports Director of KPRC Channel 2 Sports. Talking about the Houston Sports Awards. We'll end the show next. Let's talk about Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Next on Sports Talk 790. The Sean Salisbury Show. Bring the energy! With Sean Salisbury and Brian LaLima. Ah! Ah! On Sports Talk 790. Black leather glove, no sequins. Buckles on the jacket, it's elite. 
Nike crossbody, got a piece in it. Gotta dance, but it's really on some street. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up, left foot. To finish up with sports director of KPRC Channel 2 Sports. Randy McAvoy, if you missed it, it'll be up on our blog after the show at sports790.com. Talking about the Houston Sports Awards uh, programming note, our uh, show, the A-Team, Adam Wexler, Adam Klan, they're going to be broadcasting live from the Houston Sports Awards tomorrow, starting at 3 o'clock right here on Sports Talk 790. They're going to be dressed in the nines, I bet, down there over at the 713 Music Hall. All right, real quick as we are getting ready to hand it off to next up, uh, Emmanuel Acho. Gotta love uh, when he puts out some hot takes or just not preparing or, you know, I don't know, just doing a simple Google search to look up Tom Brady. But he talked about Patrick Mahomes. He tweeted this out. Patrick Mahomes really went to Buffalo and beat Josh Allen. Then he went to Baltimore and beat Lamar. This single playoff run proves Patrick Mahomes stands alone. There is none like him. He is not like his peers. They are, in fact, not even his peers. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. Oh, by the way, in 2004, Tom Brady beat Peyton Manning. And the 14 and 2 Colts at home. He then beat Ben Roethlisberger and the 15 and 1 Steelers on the road. Then beat the 14 and 2 Eagles in the Super Bowl. Sean, we hit on it just a little bit. The Michael Jordan, LeBron James conversation is coming between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. And I'm hoping that Acho meant they right now he's the best going, meaning current. I'm hoping he didn't mean of all time right now because while. Mahomes is on a, an ascent to be in that conversation. He already is, but he can't, you, you can't label him the best of all time yet. His run hasn't been long enough, but the, in short stint, I mean, the guy's in the Hall of Fame. Think about it now. Now, you think about it, what, a six, seven-year career? I want you to think about that if you retire today, he is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So he is there is no doubt the LeBron James, Mad, uh, Michael Jordan conversation is going to happen with those two. It happened with, with Brady in Montana, and then Brady blew by him. So with that, well, I, I do think we're gonna have, it's going to be major comp, comp, uh, competition. But if you want to say, and major uh, talking points, listen, if, they, if you're talking shorts and a T-shirt, just being an athlete and throwing it all around, well, of course the talent that Mahomes, Brady doesn't do that off-schedule stuff. But there's things that Brady does that Mahomes doesn't do as well as him, right? And they're both fortunate with great coaches. So, yeah, that conversation's coming. So I'm hoping Acho meant the current, because he is right. Yeah. He's got peers, but really... There's no peer when it comes to who the best quarterback in the NFL is. It's him. Somebody may be a little more accurate. Somebody may throw it farther or as far as he can, like a Josh Allen. But to do it all when you combine and winning and DNA, he's the best. And he doesn't have a peer. But he does have a few peers in the law, in the all-time thing. The Mannings, the Bradys. But it's going to Brady and Mahomes are going to be the argument for a long time to come. It's premature. When people say now, it'd be like saying, okay, do you like Jordan? You think Jordan's got a chance to be an all-time great, right? Oh, yeah. Is he is he trout right now? No. But we can make the conversation. You can make the argument. But but that he'd be in it, but right now Yeah, right now it's trout over yeah. over Jordan, right? So yeah. you get my point. Same thing here with with Mahomes, but the difference between Brady and Trout is that Trout doesn't have postseason chops, right? right? I'm just talking about the pure talent, right? So that conversation or when DH has come up for Jordan or great players, the guy who's been in it for 18, 20 years got a little bit of an advantage. Plus, he's won, been to 10 uh, Super Bowls you know, and, the, and won seven of them. When you're talking about Jordan, uh, the name that always comes up is David Ortiz. There you go. Well, he's so not David Ortiz just yet. Baseball to baseball, position to position. Yeah. Left, same side of the plate, DH, all that. But the argument 10 years from now, 
It's going it, well, to happen. It's, it's already starting to happen like Mahomes. Well, you, you talk about postseason. And he's got World Series rings. And postseason DNA. Uh, who comes up clutch for the Astros? It's Jordan. Who did it for the Red Sox? Well, if you're comparing David, it, who's Ortiz. The, David Ortiz's biggest clutch moments were in the postseason. Absolutely. And, and that's what we see from Jordan and Brady and Mahomes. Yep. And the reason I said Trout is because currently we think about who's great talent, right? Right. But the comparison doesn't go because of the postseason. And Jordan's right. got more post, far more postseason chops than a guy like Trout. But we can't say that Jordan's the best hitter in baseball right now. Overall time of the guys who used to play because, well, he's got a long way to go to get yeah. there. So, you know, Ted Williams might have an argument and a few other guys. But the argument continues. C.J. Stroud, five more years like this, it's going to be fun if he can win a couple Super Bowls. The argument of LeBron and Jordan will start to take place. And it already has started about Brady and Mahomes. Premature. Brady's still the best ever. Isn't it crazy to think about how good Mike Trout is and he's been in the playoffs one time? Yeah, and he's played in, what, two games? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. What's that, about eight at-bats or something? Something like that. Just goes to show you, one guy makes a much bigger difference as a quarterback and in the NBA court than one player in baseball. Yep, that's going to do it for the Sean Salisbury Show. He is Sean Salisbury, our producer, Triple E, Emmanuel Elmore. I am Brian Lima. Thank you for listening. We're back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Don't go anywhere. Next up with Stan Norfleet and Chris Gordy. Coming up next right here on Sports Talk 790. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.